The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Republicans in the House of Representatives have a new immigration bill. Okay. I mean, there's several bills floating around, but leadership, Paul Ryan and the gang have put together their new immigration bill. It is expected to reach the floor next week. It is 293 pages of goodness. And by that, I mean fascist-like uh, suggestions on immigration. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, 293 pages. Wow. Uh, how about this? Don't come here and uh, break the law. I mean, don't, don't cross the border illegally. And if you do, we arrest you and uh, kick you out. Just a... You actually write that in there. That one is pop. That's all you do. There it is. Pretty simple. Why do they have to be so long? I mean, a lot of this is legal ease, and a lot of it references past laws. So if you try to read the budget or any of this stuff, it's not like, hey, money goes here. It's like um, uh, building on the law of you know 1994, which allocated so much money to this, that, and the other, and that would be uh, House Bill number blah 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 signed in, blah, 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 and it references all this other stuff. So that's some of it, and then just so they can hide stuff from us. There's a whole lot of that, whole lot of that going on. But anyways, I'll dive into some of what's in that bill coming up in just a couple of moments. But first, Nancy Pelosi had some thoughts on immigration and immigrants. Now, she was doing kind of a Q&A and a member of the press corps asked her a question. Nancy is instantly and obviously triggered by the question. Oh, yes. Yeah, and is. here's how you know. She asks the woman where she's from. What media outlet? Why? That's, why do you need to say that? Because she's going to go back and uh, tell that she can't be here and don't let her in anymore. She's asking <laughs> difficult questions. <laughs> Seriously. And she's in, I mean, pissed. How dare you come to Capitol Hill and ask me a question? I'm a congressman. I mean, that's really the attitude here. When they, I love how they stand arrogantly and answer these questions. You know, like, I'm doing you a favor. No, it's your job. You're beholden to us. Representative, representing us. We're your boss. Anyway, so here's a little bit of the exchange. Uh, the challenge that North Korea uh, presents is that they are a nuclear state. No, no, that's uh, not it. No, you need the one on immigration. Immigration. Across the wages of American workers. Um, so what is your organization? CNS News. What is it, darling? CNS News. CNS News. I'm not familiar with that, but I welcome you and I welcome your question. Okay, hold it right That's there. The Does she re- hold it right there? Does she really welcome her and welcome her questions? She's like, wait, what? What? Who are you with? How dare you actually ask me a good question and challenge me on something? Obviously, you shouldn't have gotten in here. I know you're not from CNN. No, because they wouldn't. You're not asking stock questions. No. These are not the questions I got ahead of time from Donna Brazil. 
There's not, and the funny thing, she goes, CNS? CNS News? CNS News, which I'm, is conservative. Yeah, exactly, which is conservative news service. Right. So she was like, I did not know this. Ho, ho. I know something's wrong here because you asked me a question that so, I don't like. Those three letters does not match. It's, CNS, it's what? CNN, okay. NBC. And then crap on her. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, and then familiar. realizes, oh. Oh, crap. Well, I welcome you here and welcome your question. Okay. How long have you been in here? <laughs> exactly. And secretly going, got to remember to tell them not to let her in the bit. Got to remember. Answer Female the question. From CNS. Try to remember. Kick her out. Kick her out. Kick her out. All right. Start that all the way over from the beginning. Here's the woman asking the question and Nancy Pelosi's response. Yes, ma'am. Yesterday, you outlined your plan to get a better deal for American workers. Um, does permitting illegal aliens to enter the United States and work here suppress the wages of American workers? Um, so, what is your organization? CNS News. What is it, darling? CNS News. CNS News. I'm not familiar with that, but I welcome you and I welcome your question. That's not okay. Hold on one second. Hold, pause using- right there. Hold, pause right there. Uh, if you welcome her and welcome her question, why does it matter where she's from? Thank you. That's how, oh, and by the way, the look on her face, you can oh, see the eyebrow goes up she and she's scowling. Um, great. If you welcome her, why are you asking? No need. There is absolutely no need. No need. She absolutely wanted to know because the question was one that was, was putting her on the spot. Oh, but, this is so good. Hey, can you tell me your stance on this? Hey, what about that? It is absolutely not necessary to know where the people are from. It's not like... Uh, it's a crowd of people. These people have been vetted. Oh. They are reporters. They're part of the right. press. They're part um, of the press corps. So if they're mm-hmm. in there, they have been vetted. It's not just some crazy people from an asylum that were allowed no. in there. Oh, some so, crazy blogger. Right, exactly. So <laughs> you're there. They're there. You know it's legit. Answer the question. I got to know who they're, who she is so I know. That I got to remember answer. not to go to her. Not to ask her in the I future. I cannot go. Any from CNS. CNS. Um, in the future, if you could wear like a... Like some sort of insignia, some sort of like star or check or something. It's funny you said. Maybe like a six-pointed star Mm -hmm. that says CNS in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Single you out, some sort of scarlet letter. Okay, hear a little (laughs) bit more of it. Terminology like illegal aliens illegally entering the country is just not viewed as uh, constructive. The fact is that we have... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So illegal aliens entering the country illegally... Yes, that's not very constructive, Doc. That's wrong. Calling them... Well, it seemed really cumbersome. Let's back that up and listen again, because Nancy is not doing well She's all well over here. the map on this one. I mean, what's, illegal uh, aliens and illegal entry. Well, you notice her speech pattern yes. now, too? It's very if slow. Uh, with the, with the, um, yep. if, um, these illegals that are illegally entering the country illegally with the, with the illegal, uh, not lawful, illegally entering illegally, um, illegal, illegal. <laughs> That's what that's what the whole time is yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's this multiple times throughout this. I don't know how much more you need before Nancy just says, That's it, I'm going to the farm. It is time. I am done. To the farm. To the farm. To the that's farm? it. Okay. Here we go. Back that up <laughs> and let's question. listen. That's not the point. Uh, not, uh, using terminology like illegal, illegal aliens illegally entering the country is uh, just not viewed as uh, constructive. The fact is that we have, we must protect our borders. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. How is that not constructive? Because you call them illegal. They're illegal. 
No, 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 no. They came here. They crossed the border. You know, they're here because they want a better life. Right, but they didn't do it lawfully. It doesn't matter, Doc. They they, they came here. They're, they're part of America. Mm-hmm. You know the whole. So if let's say there's somebody I really don't like and I want them dead. Okay. And that would make my life a little bit better. Okay. Um, and I I kill them, which is illegal. Okay. Um, and you say I'm a murderer. You're not allowed to call me a murderer. Oh no no that's different. No you you kill somebody. Well, but I just want a better way of life. No no no, but you kill somebody. I did. I did. So I you don't, are a don't call me murderer. I, how dare you? I'm just wanting a better way of life by seeing them violently bludgeoned to death. Did you cross the border illegally? No, no. Okay, then you are a murderer. Okay. What if I cross the border and then murder somebody? Yes, yes. Then it's okay. Then yes. I'm not a murderer then. Okay. Yes. Wow, these you new have, rules are very You have to cross illegally. And then I'm murder sorry. and then not to be you called. You have to cross the border, then kill somebody. And then, then I would be called. You will not. No. No. How dare and if I'm you? a member of MSN, uh, MS13? Yes. The Divinity. MSNBC13? Yes. yes. You, you, you understand my you confusion get, between the two organizations, there's right? No. Conf- there's, um. Uh, yeah. Okay. So... Um, you can't call them illegal. It's not constructive. No. Okay. How dare you? Okay, here we go. A little bit more from Nancy. Viewed as uh, constructive. The fact is that we have, we must protect our borders. That is our responsibility. We also must protect our values. That's our responsibility okay, as well. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What? I'm sorry, but those two does that match. We, um, you cannot call them illegal. Right. Check. Okay. So uh, let's say she wants that. Well, you're just, it's hurtful and it's whatever. Terminology. It, it is an acceptable term. Yeah. It, for years, it, illegal alien. Yes. That's that the was... You are not here illegally. And they've done everything they can to change that term to undocumented immigrant and all of this nonsense. And we know the reason why. They're doing it so uh, people will be more sympathetic and think, oh, it's not a crime. You change the verbiage, you change the, the meaning, and they will be able to push their agenda. That's, that's what they're doing. That's you know it. that. But that day, she's like, well, we must protect the border and we must protect our values. Are you protecting the border? She said that's their responsibility. Nancy Pelosi, you have been in Congress since the 80s. And by that, I mean the 1880s. Have you protected the border? No. She hasn't done a thing to protect the border. In fact, by saying crap like it's not uh, illegal constructive to um, um, illegally call people illegals who are illegally entering the country, illegally having unlawfully crossed, unlawfully and illegally. She's not done anything to do. And protecting values. What values, Nancy? All right, a little more. The fact is that we have we must protect our borders. Uh That is our responsibility. We also must protect our values. That's our responsibility as well. And we do believe that uh, there can be a bipartisan way for us to come together uh, to honor the values of our country and recognize uh, that newcomers to our country are frequently the constant reinvigoration of America. Uh, Hold it, hold it. Newcomers to our country. Newcomers to our country, yes. Nancy, absolutely. Love the newcomers to our country. Of course we Love do. people coming here. Love the immigrants. I know some immigrants. Oh, I do too. Love them to pieces. Eat them up with a spoon. Fantastic. It's good for America, I believe. These are not newcomers. These are people who are coming illegally. No. 
Yes, unlawfully. No. They are breaking the law to do it. But they want a better way of living. So unless you are willing to man up and say you support open borders, mm. then guess what? These are not newcomers. These are people breaking the law. And if we are supposed to protect the borders, how are you protecting them by not knowing who's coming? You're vetting each one of these people, Nance? You're vetting them? Do you know who they are? All right. And, oh, by the way, it, it actually isn't her responsibility to protect our values. Are you sure? Yes, I'm absolutely sure. But she holds them with, next to div- divinity you no, know, of God. No, no, right no. Values not mentioned. If you go like responsibility of congressmen, values, no. No, it's pretty much the law. Now, our laws are based on our values, absolutely. Uh, but uh, Nancy's values, what do you think her values are? Oof. Are they the same as your values? And that's how you know it's based on the law, and the law is based on our values of personal freedom. Okay, here we go, a little more. America, but bringing their hopes, their dreams, their aspirations, their optimism, their courage, their determination to make the future better for their families uh, are American traits. And in doing so, these newcomers make America more American. Should We must protect our borders, yes. What we're talking about here, though, are asylum seekers, and that has nothing to do with illegal entry into the country. Uh, okay. The newcomers make America great? No, they make America uh, a better American? Yeah, better America. More American, yeah. was it? Better America. They make America a better America. Because they bring their unique uh, hopes, dreams, aspirations, fashion sense, ability to sachet, uh, right? I mean, all of these little buzz phrases that she throws out there. Is they that, make America uh, better America. Is that also new terminology, newcomers? She, I, I don't know. I've not heard it. Uh, I never heard that one pushed either. regularly. Maybe no. that's just her momentarily, oh, okay. momentary uh, phrase that she's pushing. But her uh, America, uh, America, little, little, like I constantly find myself while listening to Nancy Pelosi thinking, oh my God, she's fine. It's, she's finally going she's down. It. She's, she's finally, this is the aneurysm moment. Ooh, this is it. This coming. is the one that's happening. Oh, nope, she pulled it out. Okay, very good. Here she, she got back on track with this. Got back on track. Um, while I agree with Nancy in that uh, America is better because we have a lot of people, the melting pot, mm-hmm. coming to America with their ideas and uh, values and presenting them and fashion and culture and all of this stuff. Absolutely. I think that does make America better because it is America. That's what we are. Um, The American identity is a collection of identities from around the world, all with one or what's supposed to be one common trait. And that is putting personal freedoms above and beyond everything else. Mm -hmm. I mean, as, as a group. That is, of course, your faith to you, your family to you, things like this are probably going to be higher on the list. That's going to be what matters most to you. But as a country, as a group of why we're all here together, as opposed to scattered, you know, other places around the globe is because we want a place, this place, America, to be based on personal freedoms, smaller government, people deciding what's right, self-determination. That's why we're here. You may share faith with people who love living in Russia. You may share your faith with people right now who are in Japan. 
They're Japanese. They were born. They're going to be there forever. They're not leaving. They identify as Japanese and are, uh, you know, deep in Japanese values, traits, but you share a faith with. You may share values based on the family, love of your family and putting them above all else like people do in Guatemala. The reason we're all here or what's supposed to be isn't just that we were born here or you were brought here or maybe you came here once upon a time for whatever reason. It is that we want a place and are building a place that is based on personal freedom. That's it. If everybody came from all these other countries, why? It's supposed to be for that reason. Some have been escaping oppression and various things that tie to it. But the reason you come here is you go, okay, the government's not going to be able to do that to me anymore. Why? Because self-determination, personal freedoms, representative government that protects these things. I'm tired of people like Nancy Pelosi trying to blur, blur those lines for their own personal gain. But did you catch the end there when she started with the Americans again? I think that's, that's, her, that's her tell when she's about to lie. You think that's it? I think she's become Aunt Clara. (laughs) Who? Do you remember the original Bewitched? The TV series? Aunt Clara? No. The the aunt who was kind of ditzy? Yeah. Whatever. I think we have a clip of Aunt Clara. This is just a remark. Oh, oh, Aunt Dora was right. I should have traveled by bus. Right? You know, I think I've been putting on weight. I used to come down through a chimney as clean as a whistle. Come on over here and sit down. Over here. All right. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, it's so nice to see you again. Oh, and it's nice to see you too, dear. Oh, well, we have a lovely weekend together. Am I right? A weekend? Okay, Dora pause a minute. So she's got the old woman thing. Oh, she called her dear, just like the girl in the thing. And then started from the beginning again and listened to her. Listen. Oh, and Dora was right. I right? You're right. Wow. Nancy Pelosi has gone full Aunt Clara. All right, here we go. Let's get a break and come back in a minute with more on this The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Tweets right now with the hashtag what I learned today. Coming up just over an hour from right now, your Friday leftovers. That's right, it's Friday and we will get those done. Last night we had the Mercury One, um, kind of a VIP thing or the, was it a VIP thing? Is that what it was? Was yeah, that it was a, VIP a VIP last night? It was a VIP. Oh. We were all VIPs. At the uh, Mercury Museum, which is um, unveiled this weekend. I'll be yeah. leading a tour today at noon. I think you could probably still get in on some of those. You still, yeah, uh, Mercury, O-N-E.org. There's tours all weekend. Mercury1.org. Uh, you can take the tour by yourself. It's a little less expensive. If you want uh, Glenn or somebody to take you on the tour, there's different price points for it. And it's all uh, to raise money for Mercury One. So Mercury1.org if you want to go. Last night, though... 
two times. And I say VIP, but there were a lot of people who purchased VIP packages, yeah. too. It's not yep. like just, uh, you know, politicians or actors or musicians, you know, like this. Broadcasters. It was, you know, people who purchased packages. Two times last night. Two times people came up to Brad Staggs and said, I got the wax system. I got it wax works. in my ears. Can you tell me about it? It's so creepy, too. <laughs> yes. Brad Staggs has been typecast as the earwax pitch man or the anti earwax pitch man. Uh, he just looks uh, at me and uh, he shakes uh, his uh, head. And then what does Brad do? Uh, Launches into full pitch about he earwax. Goes, he goes into pitch mode. It's so weird. He does. I was cracking up. It was funny. Uh, it's a good product. It's called Wax RX. It's a system that allows you to safely and effectively and efficiently remove earwax from your ears. All you have to do is go to usewaxrx.com, uh, purchase the pros, the product, the system, and you'll have it for a long time. It's a three-step process. So you've got the eardrops that soften the earwax. Then you've got the specially designed pump that flushes it out. And then the pH balance rinse, which leaves your ears soft and supple. But you'll use it over and over again. And even when you run out of drops, you know, after many applications, you only have to buy the drops again. Yeah. So it's not like you're buying the full system. It's a great system. You'll love it. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. The promo code you want to use is radio to get it shipped to your door absolutely free. It's usewaxrx.com. You got lots of tweets. One comes from Paul G saying, hopefully she will never forget her name before she gets back to the office to take her Alzheimer's medication. I know, right? She well, she's got. She's like, okay, I got to try to remember the CNS girl's name and that she's from CNS. I got to remember that. Um, I got to remember uh, the Alzheimer's medication. Got to remember that. Um, got to remember to say bad things about Trump. Um, <laughs> got a whole checklist of things. Very difficult. Kool Aid with a C saying, at least Aunt Claire was amusing. Nancy Pelosi is appalling. That's uh, true. By the way, Aunt Claire was pretty cute. Okay, we just need to move on. <laughs> I was, I, I, I completely forgot to send me the video last night. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, you got Kathy in the Berg saying, so when is Nancy going to start footing the bills again? When is she going to start footing the bills? Yeah. Like paying for them? I guess. Again? I guess. She's throwing me off on the again. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe she's mocking because she said it's been our value and she's been there oh, a long time. Is that? Yeah, probably. That's a good thing. I mean, how many, how many uh, people are you paying for, Nancy? How many live at your house? That's the bottom line. All these people who keep saying that about immigrants coming here illegally and then just saying we're supposed to just say, okay, fine, stay. How many of them have open door policies at their house? I know. That's None of I, them. Mm-hmm. None of them. But that's different, Doc. That's their house. That's their privacy. Yeah. What about the public? What about public space? What about public funds? It's all of ours. And guess what? I don't want mine spent on illegals. I'm willing to open up the door and say, you can have, we are, we are willing to share with you all that we have. And you can't simply follow some basic rules. This would be, I mean, akin to you saying, listen, I invite just about everybody into my home. I'll feed you. You can stay right. I'm going to take care of you. I will share all I have with you. And all I ask is, you know, maybe you don't break things. Maybe okay. you, maybe you come in. Don't use the side door. You can open the side door. There's problems. The pets get out. Whatever it is, right? Whatever and people just is. going. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. No, just do it the right way. Nope, sorry, can't do it. You got to share. And then people demanding. How dare you tell me I must follow basic rules when you're sharing all you have with me? 
<laughs> it's insulting. It is. It is. Steve 42 saying, it is not a melting pot, you racist hater. It's a salad bowl. Hatchack toss a salad. What else you got? Donna saying, you're taunting me and mocking me, aren't you, Doc Thompson? Uh, you mocking her. I think she's... Uh, why? Why is she triggered? What'd I do? With the olds and the unclear and... The, uh, you think Donna sounds that way? I don't know, but she said you're mocking her. I don't think she's talking about that. And why is she talking about? I don't, I don't know, but she can't. Donna's sharp. You see her on Twitter? Oh, yeah, she is. Oh, my gosh. She's a razor. <laughs> Cut people. Uh, she Keith, cuts them to the quick. <laughs> Kickstone pick saying, importing millions of criminals make America a better America. It makes us a better America That's when like we have DNC. MS-13 members coming in and killing people. It's like a new DNC slogan. <laughs> importing millions of criminals makes America a better America. Oh, you're right. Hmm. You have a MS-13 picture on the video. I like that. That's good. And you probably show uh, dead Americans. Yes. And then decapitating them. Decapitations. You're right. That's good. American heads on post something like that. Great. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Okay, I got to share one more clip of Nancy Pelosi. This is from a. Um, I do. Uh, this is from a separate press conference. A separate occasion. A separate occasion, okay. which she was staying with a bunch of leadership, and they were asking about a bunch of different things. Uh, but there, this one's a little bit lengthy. I'm just going to play a bunch of it, and then I'll explain um, a major, major flaw in what Nancy is saying and how she's trying to spin it. And you may not even catch it. It's very subtle. She weaves in and out, back and forth between a couple of things. Okay. And in the end, she is trying to conflate a couple of different things in order, in order to push their agenda, which is make the president look bad. Bad, yep. We went in depth on North Korea. I've told you the problems with North Korea over the years. North Korea is a hot button for me based on the fact that my wife is from South Korea and it's always a constant issue. I'm fairly knowledgeable as far as the average person goes. Uh, I'm glad the president is talking to North Korea and trying to deal with the situation diplomatically. Much like I said, I was happy that Obama did it back in the day with Iran. I went down the deal and I said uh, there's nothing really significant in it. Possibly some things that aren't good. It's just a matter of let's see where it goes. Also said that I understand Donald Trump may be negotiating in new and different ways than we're used to presidents doing. Having said all of that, Nancy Pelosi must continue to bag on the president no matter what he does because that's what Washington, D.C. does. Those people over there, the other party, no matter what they do, they must attack them. Doesn't matter which party it is, if they were standing with Jesus... The other party would go, look at them. Look at how awful they are. What about every other deity? Yeah, well, Jesus is here. It shows the other ones aren't legit. Oh, how offensive. Doesn't matter what it would be. The president could save somebody's life during a press conference. They'd go, oh, show off. (laughs) Right? Hashtag me too. Right. It was like, oh, feeling her up as he was uh, giving her mouth to mouth. It doesn't matter what it was. 
what it is, they will just attack. And the same thing was true for many of them when it came to Obama. This is not just uh, saying that the Democrats are this way. It does not matter. And I want to. That's why I wanted to ask you. Is like, were were they like this when Obama was on, on power? In power? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, some were. That's the reason it's important to find people like us that are consistent with this stuff. I mean, I admitted over and over, yes, I'm opposed to most of President Obama's policies. I absolutely was. But when he started with things like, hey, let's talk to, to Iran, the only thing I was uh, ticked about Iran is that he hid it for two years. He was not transparent about it. And then instantly started giving them their money back, unfreezing their assets before he got to the Iran deal. He did it as a separate, you know, separated by months and months. We didn't even know he was talking to Iran. They just started freeing up this money. Why? What they did is, hang on, pause. In order to free up the money that was frozen decades ago for Iran, they had to go back and pay off the families of the people who were held hostage. Okay. They had, they had to get them to settle. Okay. Because okay. there were rulings in place that said Iran owed those people money. That, those, that was out there. So okay. the White House facilitated, okay, we're going to take care of these people, whatever. Now, there's no way you actually make somebody whole. And this was after 30-whatever years of waiting. It was all crap. But they did all that on the sly. And, oh, look, you know, these people got their money back. You know, And if, if it was reported, it was like, oh, you know, finally, people getting their money. Months later, we're freeing up that money. Well, they couldn't have done it without taking care of those people. So it was all very shady. But as far as the negotiating part... Absolutely. Talk to him. All right. Nancy Pelosi asked uh, about uh, North Korea. Here it is. Knowledge that North Korea uh, presents is that they are a nuclear state. Uh, and the denuclearization of the peninsula has been one of the priorities uh, that was spelled out by all of us, but including the Secretary of State in advance of the meetings. You saw that. So the denuclearization. Okay. Oh, that certainly. Hold on one happened. second. Hold on one second. Now, North Korea having nukes is a huge problem. Huge problem. Okay. It hasn't been for them in the past. No. It wasn't uh, when Bill Clinton made the deal. And for the last eight years or previous eight years with President Obama, North Korea, not an issue. It was, let's talk to Iran. I was one of the few bringing up North Korea because of the human rights violations. And number two, comparing the Iran deal to the North Korea deal in the 90s. Virtually the same. And what happened? Now we've got a nuclear North Korea. But suddenly, North Korea having nukes is a huge problem for them. You know, <laughs> Donald Trump's just going to make things worse. Okay, a little more. That certainly has not happened, nor is there any uh, prospect that it will. Listen a. carefully. B, uh, the uh, threat of North Korea as a proliferator of weapons of mass destruction is a reality. It happens. And so uh, I don't know if anything has been said in these discussions about uh, – the, about the fact that they must stop selling this when they do. Hold it now. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Right there. He asked about North Korea and nuclear. You know the the summit, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. She brought up nukes, right? Yes. A nuclearized North Korea. Yes. Okay. Then she says number two or B. They're a prol- proliferator. Proliferator meaning that they will um, give away or sell or help grow to in other areas, not just their country. Weapons of mass destruction. Are nukes a weapon of mass destruction? Yes. Are all uh, weapons of mass destruction nukes? Yes. No. No, no, sorry, no, no, no. no. Right. All nukes are weapons of mass destruction. Not Not all weapons of mass destruction are nukes. She pivoted to weapons of mass destruction right there. 
Okay. Go back, listen to the pivot about where she says B, Neil. Start where she goes to B, the second thing. She pivots and then weaves back and forth from nukes to WMDs. Why? To try to paint the picture or tell the tale that North Korea is selling or giving away the nukes. We have no evidence at this point that they have sold or given away nukes or nuclear technology. Could they in the future? And is that a concern? Absolutely. Have they given away components of weapons of mass destruction, chemicals, chemical components, missile parts and missiles to other countries? Absolutely. They've given them to Iran at times, Syria, Yemen. They've absolutely done some of that. She is trying to make it sound like North Korea has given away uh, or sold nuclear technology in order to make it sound even more dangerous and that President Trump is not dealing with that. So listen now. Listen carefully. B, uh, the uh, threat of North Korea as a proliferator of weapons of mass destruction is a reality. It happens. And so uh, I don't know with anything that's been said in these discussions about... uh, the, about the fact that they must stop selling this. When they do their demonstrations, their dog and pony, or launch this, launch that, they're, that's their sales pitch. That's their sales pitch. And, and that, that proliferation, I've been to North Korea. I'm one of the few members of Congress who've been to North Korea, and they told us that when we were the there, passion. when we said, if you want to be in our trade agreements and all the rest, you've got to stop sell, selling these missiles. And they said, well, we don't sell them for any reason but for money. You want to buy them, we'll sell them to you. So they've been proliferating for a long time, uh, and that has to be part of any agreement if we're talking about national security. Stopping the spread of weapons of mass destruction is a pillar of our national security, and it's not anything to be frivolous about. Let's hope for the best in whatever their conversations were. There's nothing in the documents that were signed that would indicate uh, that North Korea is no longer a nuclear threat. I'm concerned okay. that they're oh, being a threat. Oh, 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 right there. Do you hear? Hold the we pause. Hope- Started with nukes. Mm-hmm. Nukes, nukes, nukes. Nuclear peninsula. That's our problem. That's a deal. Oh, weapons of mass destruction. They're a proliferator. Up, oh, back to nukes again. A little more. Let's hope for the best in whatever their conversations were. There's nothing in the documents that were signed that would indicate uh, that North Korea is no longer a nuclear threat. I'm concerned of them being a threat as a proliferator. Oh, proliferator. We all hope and pray uh, that diplomacy nukes works, for sure. Uh, but this is deadly serious. And I guess the one thing I would say is the, uh, they complained about the, uh, the uh, Iran agreement, uh, the, and they have what? You know, they come home with this and say, oh, it's all over. But I'll tell you this. It's a real lesson to any country. If you want to negotiate with Donald Trump, it pays to have a nuclear bomb in your pocket because that is what will increase your negotiating power. I think we do have to go now. See, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. She made it sound like they're already out there selling or whatever. Yeah, they're, uh, they're nuke dealers now. Right, exactly. Yeah, we have no evidence that they've mm-hmm. done that. In fact, we're, we believe they have miniaturized uh, a nuclear warhead and can put it atop the missile. Yeah. The question is uh, uh, how effective that would be because we know the miss and, and we know some missiles can reach the U.S. Mm-hmm. So how consistent they can be with the missiles, how far the missiles can go, and if they have miniaturized it enough to put it up there on the long-range missiles, we know they have some nuclear technology. And that's about it. Right. I mean, it's serious. And they, they could have already crossed that point where they could do it. We know they're close. 
But she wanted to conflate the two to make it sound like they're out there selling nukes, so it's even more dangerous, and went back and forth from WMDs to nukes. Interesting. All right, um, back to the immigration deal that Nancy first started talking about and was asked about. The House Republican leadership is getting ready to drop a new immigration bill probably next week. 293 pages. They'll bring it to the floor. Uh, there are some interesting components. Now, I'm just going to run through these real quick. The pieces we know. That we it. know. Okay. Right. These are the bullet points of what this bill would do or target. Okay. Again, it's 293 pages. There's going to be more. But these are the finer points. Then we'll comment. Okay. Number one. It would spend $25 billion on construction of the president's border wall. It would end the catch and release program, which we, where we round up illegals and can only hold them, and then we just release them back out. Hey, come back on this date. Right. It would also allow illegals who are brought here by their parents or brought here as children a six-year indefinite renewable con- uh, uh, contingent non-immigrant status. Uh Basically, amnesty. Not a full amnesty, but temporary amnesty that just automatically renews and it becomes that first step to get their green card. Okay. So it's basically amnesty for the DACA. Okay. okay. It would ensure all minors are not separated from their parents. Remember the whole border yep. thing? Mm-hmm. No, no. These are refugees, basically, right? Mm-hmm. They're coming here... Um, uh, that we would not, we would basically detain entire families. We wouldn't separate them, as is the law now. And it calls for an end to the visa lottery system. Mm. Instead, uh, those would be merit based, not just visa based. Mm-hmm. So those are the main pieces. Now, if you noticed, if you are on one side of this issue or the other, that's all over the place. Yeah. There's a whole lot of little nuggets in there that the Democrats want or progressives want. A couple in there that lean more conservative. This is the House Republican version. Do you see what's going on? Yep. They're selling out. This is a bill that they will get passed. Oh, yeah. Right? Why? Because it's election season. And Trump will sign it because we've heard. Trump will sign it. We've heard from his own mouth. Anything you send to me, I will sign. And that's that is not a criticism. No, 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 that's no. not it. I'm just telling you he's going to sign this. Yes. The president wants money for the border wall and he's looking for wins on immigration. And that's one thing we talked with Al in his book of immigration. In order to make Trump come to the table, something has to be about the wall getting money somehow. He, he wants some sort of bill. And would this be slightly better than what we have now? Yes. I mean, if you are um, a staunch opponent of amnesty and you want strong border security, if you're a person who typically on the, you know, has stereotypical right side immigration values, this is a little bit better, a little bit better, but there's some bad in it potentially as well. So the president will be able to squint and spin it and say, this is a good thing. Republicans will. So they go back to their districts. Reelect me. See, I do care. So let's take it piece by piece. Money for the border wall. 25 billion. A billion. They're going to build go. the wall. Yes. Done. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's going to take hundreds of billions of dollars to build the wall. The border is pretty long. It's long. 
And uh, some of the wall that they're talking about oh, is talking like about- chicken wire fence and whatever. Mm-hmm. The walls that you and I envision when Trump said, we're going to build the wall, it'll be a big, beautiful wall, it'll be 20 feet high, there'll be some door. doors in it for good people, but there'll be gun turrets up there and a moat and alligators and all of this stuff. The wall that he had led us to believe would be hundreds and hundreds of billions. And given the fact that government always uh, overpromises and underdelivers, and they go back to the well for more money for payoffs for their districts and people who build walls, it would likely be trillions of dollars. Yeah, we we heard, we talked to one of the guys that wanted to build the wall that submitted a a proposal for the government. Right. That ball was beautiful. Right. This was twenty five billion in That's government it. spending. That's nothing. It will do nothing. Mm-mm. But. Trump gets to say, I've got money for the wall. Now, the Trump sycophants, not the people who just liked the president and supported him, thought he'd do good, or now think he does a good job. I'm talking the people that thinks he's Jesus and he has never done anything wrong in his life. They will completely ignore the fact that it's our money that is being spent on building the wall and not Mexico's money. Number two, catch and release. This is a problem for me and you. Ending catch and release where they pick them up. Oh, we can't hold you go. So that's a good thing. So he'll be able to spend spend that. And Republicans, both spending. Listen, I stand with the president. We gave him money to spend the wall. Look, catch and release is done. Isn't that awesome? Done. Democrats, liberals, young people, Hispanics. Yeah, these kids were brought here by their parents. DACA, we got to just go ahead and support these, right? They spin that. They care. They're sensitive, right? Um, ensuring minors are not separated from their family. Right now, one of the biggest issues, the thing that is being led with immigration, is how these refugees that come here, these people who come to America because they want to, you know, a better life and they're fleeing some sort of oppression, they say, um, look, they're being separated from their families. This is what they keep pushing. Look how horrible this is. Even though it's the law right now, this does away with that. Look, we care. Republicans get to stave off. They get to completely derail one of a major Democrat and progressive talking point right now. You don't care about families. Look, they're being separated. Look, we don't want to separate families either. They get rid of that political issue. And then getting rid of the visa lottery system, something that Trump wanted, something that I think is good. Shouldn't be a visa lottery system. It should be merit-based. Who's coming in? So... It's the perfect political bill. Yeah. It's not a good bill for me and you and for America. It doesn't really help much of the situation. Will not accomplish a whole lot, but it's a good politician bill. Democrats and Republicans coming together, reaching across the aisle and shaking hands, standing next to each other, slapping each other on the back. Look, we told you we could get this thing done. Let's all get reelected. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good political bill that mark my words, after a couple of adjustments, will likely pass, and the president will likely sign it. Mm-hmm. And that will likely happen uh, before the August recess. Oh, you think so? Has to. Oh, yeah, for the, yes. You're Has right. to. Uh, right. I mean, I guess it could uh, be in the in the pipeline. Yeah. Maybe they get uh, some votes on it. Maybe the House passes it, and we're waiting for the Senate. But if they want to get the political play out of this, they want it could they could do it in September. That's a good right before the election. Yeah, I was going to say September could be like the last. But like, but they got to get it introduced, oh, and they yeah. got to get some of the hearings the going immediately. Going. Yeah. 
So imagine the president comes out and signs this in late September, early October, mm. surrounded by brown people who, <laughs> right, teary-eyed and all of this stuff. That's what they'll do. I'd add more brown people right around me, right behind me. They're tremendous. I love brown people. You'll love them too. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Interesting. Stephen English uh, tweeted out a link uh, for the Washington Examiner. It says, uh, uh, let me write this. It says, this company says it can do 700 miles of wall for $12 billion. Um, Yeah, I see it. Uh, It's, they cannot. They absolutely cannot. It's it's not even close. They, they, I don't know if they can do 70 miles of wall for that amount of money. You, You guys... Oh, building a wall. Let me explain the many problems. First of all, it's government. Have you ever known government to be able to do anything efficiently? No, it doesn't happen. Whatever your final price is, and I'm not kidding, triple it. Whatever everybody accepts, yes, we can do it for that price. You add 10% and then you triple it. I'm not kidding. It just happens that way every stinking time. Uh, You've got union concerns that automatically drive the price up. All of the unions got to throw the wrenches in the works. How are you getting the materials down there? All the Teamsters got to deliver it, right? Who's making the materials and what companies are involved? Then you got politicians that got to pay off people that manufacture the, the, uh, the, the corporations. You've got all of that. Then after you get the materials and you get the labor worked out, you got all of that stuff, right? Where are you building it? Where are you building it? On the border. What does that mean? Yeah. What is on the border? Do we own a one mile wide stretch of land from the East Coast to the West Coast? No. <laughs> You're going through people's land. Now, some of those fences are already there, so you might already have a, you know, a right away on mm-hmm. some of it. Some of it you do not. Some of it that you already have a right away, it's for a specific type of fence that already exists. One of those chicken wire things, right? So you've got all of that. So you got to use eminent domain to go and get all that stuff. Legal troubles, which delays everything as well. Then you've got additional challenges from people challenging base. Well, I don't want that on my property. Even though you said, who was it that brought land, bought land down there? Some uh, tech guy. Oh, remember that bought some land just to try to stop if they were ever going to build a border wall. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Right. Uh, Yes. It was from California. Right. So you got that. And then you don't think you're going to have any of the environmental wackos uh, uh, throwing up objections and filing lawsuits. (laughs) Well, you can't go there. It's not environmental. Oh, my gosh. It will cost in just legal fees hundreds of billions of dollars. Anyway. So, yeah. Get your tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. BlazeWildRice.com. They're waiting for you right now. It's not too late to order the Father's Day gifts. You may not get it delivered by Sunday, but it's easy to go ahead. I'm going to take a screen grab. Dad, this is coming in the next couple of days. Put it in a Father's Day card. You're good to go. Order Dad a sampler pack. 
especially the grill and sampler packs because dad likes to grill. Most do. And maybe you grill for him on Father's Day, right? No, no, you don't do that. You're just going to tick him off because you're not doing it right. (laughs) Make him sandwiches on Father's Day, something like that. Maybe just leave him alone for a while, but give him the card with uh, the gift from blazewildrice.com. It's been nostalgia for the Northwoods of Minnesota. And the Grill and Sampler Packs has all kinds of little goodies that go along with grilling, including the beer jellies, the beer jams that are awesome. They taste great and you'll love them. You can even use them for grilling. Chris loves them. I love them. Yeah. Plus, the other sampler packs are available as well, where you can try the syrups, the jellies, and the jams, the pepper jams, the mixes, the waffle mixes. It's all really good stuff. You're going to love it at blazewildrice.com. Try it all today. If you want to try the grill and sampler pack with 10% off, the promo code you need to use to get that 10% off is BEER10. That's BEER10. Use it today at blazewildrice.com. Get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today. More coming up on this, The Morning Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Is your uh, fiance aware that there's going to be some shenanigans and hijinks in the wedding? Yes, yeah. on the wedding, the day of yeah. the wedding. Yes. Yeah. yes. I mean, yes. nothing disruptive of the ceremony. I oh. mean, I'm you know, uh, you know, there'll be one disruptive thing. Nothing for me though. I mean, I'm just saying she knows. Oh. she knows there's going to be some stuff. Yeah, though. yeah. There's going to be a couple little. Of course. Oh, okay. She okay. knows. She saw the guest list, and she was like. That's it? I'm like, what do you mean that's it? She's like, I thought I'm the only one, right? From your side? Yeah. When she has her whole thing and you're like, nope, only one person on my side, (laughs) Doc Thompson. That's it. It's the only person who has to be there. And your wife. No, she doesn't have to be there. I'm going to be busy. (laughs) I got things going on. I'm not going to be able to cater to my wife when I'm there. Are you going to be the guy? I'm just, no. Oh, no, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to be the best man and proving it to all the ladies. No. I I'm gonna, I got a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of activity. Uh, what lot. about Brad? Can Brad come? Yeah, I better invite Brad. That's what I'm I saying. I may need backup. Yeah. I may need help uh, stringing the wires. And uh, <laughs> I got duct tape. There's all kinds of big productions going on. By she the way, knows. I have to rent about 15 golf carts that day. Oh, because you're getting married on, on her parents' property, right? Yeah, it is. Pretty it's far. Pretty big. Yeah. I'm going to need my own, you know that. Oh, of course. Okay. I, okay. Hey, I'm willing to cater people or uh, to uh, drive uh, people back to, and forth. To, yeah, Are you to, serious? To, what do you call it? Uh, chauffeur people back yeah. and forth. Oh, I'll be a golf cart chauffeur. Really? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. and Brad. Oh, my gosh. This will be gold. <laughs> gold, Jerry. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun. This is going to be awesome. Oh, it's, by it's, the way, um, I've already planned on what I'm getting you. Oh, good. I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Ah. I'm going to tell you. I mean, you can still surprise for her, okay, though. Okay, okay, okay. It's an entire gallon of Genesis 950. We had this conversation. That Genesis you, 950. That's a gift for the best people. 
No, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna get you a lot of stuff. Oh, I'm gonna okay. Get you, like, but this is why I'm gonna get Genesis 950. Okay. Because you guys cohabitating, you know, mm-hmm. you get married. You're gonna need the Genesis 950. It cleans multi surfaces. Yep. So I do have a turtle, so I have a pet. So. Absolutely. You need to sterilize, you know, around because you know they'll kill your salmonella. Yeah. You gotta wash your hands in that, yeah. right? So yeah. it'll clean uh, your countertops, your kitchens, your bath, whatever. And by that I mean. She she can clean your kitchens and bath and whatever. Oh, Taka has so many stories. So when I give you this bottle, you remember you've got to be so surprised, and you go, oh, "This stuff is awesome!" Like you don't know it's coming. Mm-hmm. You go, "Jenna, this is awesome. This is great, honey. You are gonna love this mm-hmm. when you clean." <laughs> and you just slide it out there because it's all about slowly programming her. Folks, try Genesis 950 today. It's at Genesis950.com. Concentrated cleaner that works on all kinds of surfaces. You can even clean your carpets with it. It works in those carpet machines. And even though you go, oh my gosh, that's a little pricey. It's a gallon that Calm you down. dilute. Calm way down. It's still going to be <laughs> comparable or cheaper to all of those other household cleaners you get. Do, do the math. Price it out. You'll love it. Genesis950.com. The promo code you want is Blaze. And you're going to get the bottle to mix it when you dilute it down and spray. And also a discount. It's Genesis950.com. Tweets coming in with the hashtag, what I learned today. We'll get those in in a minute. But first, joining us uh, from BuzzFeed News, Tyler Kincaid. How are you? Hey, Tyler. Hey. Hey, thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming on. I want to talk about a story you wrote that uh, we found pretty interesting. It's about a kid who I think was accused or um, his school thought that he may be a threat to the school, so they went into lockdown mode. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I guess, a little more than that. It was a rap song that he recorded and posted online um, and then sent out that is what caused the lockdown. It was just him by his own own uh you know existence okay but um, but they thought he was a threat though right yeah on this day they the song um is a, it's a pretty violent song i mean it's like a minute and a half um it includes uh, a lot of violent references to like shooting someone in the head but he doesn't you know this is an 18 year old kid um who doesn't own a gun but he was pictured with a gun um, in his profile photo, the title of the track says, um, you little, uh, S L U T S. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Say yeah. It it's a, it's the um, title was, uh, you little sluts at J C H S. I love you all, even though y'all hurt me and I forgive you. I will never hurt you in a little broken heart emoji. Okay. So, I mean, exactly. from, from Tyler, when, when I went, um, when I went through this, Tyler, uh, yeah, some of the lyrics seem troubling. Like you said, pretty violent, where he said, uh, you can all suck my Johnson, and uh, you're all going to get cracked on the head like an egg, bitch, and something like that. Isn't, is that even really that violent? Cracked uh. on the head like an egg? <laughs> Anyways, some violent yeah. stuff in it. But Chris is right. There was some stuff in it and says, even though y'all hurt me, um, I, I would never you. hurt you. And Okay, I guess so. But if it's a song... I mean, lots of people post songs, links to them, whatever. That doesn't seem that troubling. Right. Well, so the the way it, it unfolded was this was a weekend. It was a Saturday, but there were hundreds of people on this campus for this big annual uh, music concert. So that was going on on the campus. He wasn't actually on the campus at any point on this day. Uh, however, people knew him. He had been, you know, I guess you could say a troublemaker, you know, been, been a number of times before um 
And, you know, it was, it ranged from like, you know, getting, being insubordinate to teachers to skipping class. Um, so nothing, nothing violent. You know, though. He was no, yeah, he was not suspended for, you know, bringing a weapon to school or anything okay. like that. Okay. Um, but, but it was enough that like students who saw this going around social media after he uploads a song that morning, um, thought, whoa, this is kind of freaky. We should let the teachers know. The teachers then decide, let's call the cops. Um, the cops come and they swarm it because they, they're looking at this as like, maybe this is actual threat because they combined the violent rap song with a profile photo of a kid holding a gun to the camera. Um, and then it tags the school. You know, that, that's how they look at it. Um, and, you know, that afternoon they find Schmidt, uh, Michael Schmidt, that's the kid's name, um, he turns himself into police. They search his car and his apartment. They don't find any weapons or anything of evidentiary value. Um, and, you know, I think at that point, you know, this wouldn't really be a story if they would have said, okay, you know, we checked into this. It was a little alarming, some red flags, but he didn't have a plan to come here. He wasn't intending to actually harm anyone. Um, and then, you know, you figure out what you want to do from there about, you know, making sure the kid doesn't actually become violent. Sure. Uh, but instead, they arrest him that night. He gets put in solitary confinement. Um, wait, wait, a week wait, later, wait, 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 what? They arrested him? Yeah. Right. Oh. He's charged with a false public alarm in the second degree. Okay, no, Tyler, this whole thing, <laughs> I was on the fence with this. You're telling me the story, I see it, and I was like, okay, think this through a minute, calm down, Doc. On one hand, this doesn't seem that serious. <laughs> However... If he had shot the place up and killed people, we would have said it was obvious he had a gun and he made these violent references and people would have filleted the police and said you didn't do your job in the school and whatever. So I was on the fence saying, okay, maybe they should, you know, we got to take it seriously if there's, and you combine the two. But you're right. After the police talk to him, don't find any guns. It's it. Done. Why, why, why did they arrest him? He, because he created a public threat? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Yeah, and the way the police explain it is that they say he should have known that adding JCHS in the title of his song with everything else going on around this song in his profile would have caused an alarm at school. He knew that people were there. It was going to be something that freaks people out. And so that's why they charge him with false public alarm, which is sort of like the same kind of charge you would throw at somebody if they you know, lie and call in a, a bomb threat or something like that. And and that's one thing, Doug, and this this is one of the reasons why I want to brought Tyler on the, on the show, is because the police said he should have known that this will cause, likely to cause an evacuation of a school. Okay, I'm sorry, but according to New Jersey in 2014, this, the state Supreme Court said uh, prosecutors... Because this was in New Jersey. This is in New Jersey, right. yes. A ruling says the prosecutor from uh, the bar's prosecution from charging someone solely because they talked about violent act in a rap song. Wow. So I'm, I'm, I was like, what are you doing? And it's really aggravating because, and I get it, and Doc, you always talk about time and place. This was February 24, 10 days after Parkland shooting. So, right. I mean, everybody's hypersensitive. And yes. that's why I say I'll give the police absolutely in the school. All right. Shut it down if you think it's credible. Go and talk to him. But Tyler, at that point, I mean, don't aren't they causing more problems now? First of all, for this kid, 
and all the legal problems, and this is going to carry him around forever. You know, he's going to carry this around. People look at him when he's looking for a job 10 years from now, and they do their background check. But now you've got all these other copycats out there as well. Yeah, I mean, this is what the bigger issue is, is that a lot of what we're doing now to make sure that we don't miss any red flags is paying closer to attention to what students post online mm-hmm. and on social media. Um, and, and, you know, as you mentioned, this is shortly after Parkland, and it only took a couple of days before we started finding out that Nicholas Cruz, the alleged gunman there, uh, had done had posted a number of warning signs either online or in messages to classmates. So, you know, I don't think anyone is really faulting the school or the police for looking into this to begin with. But then the question becomes, you know, do you criminalize this? Do you take this and say, you know, that just, you know, even sort of threat uh, acting in a way that becomes threatening, that that alone is a crime. And I think that's where it's difficult here, you know, and you mentioned the Supreme Court case in New Jersey, uh, the state Supreme Court case. And, and that's, you know, that's saying that you can't rely on rap lyrics as the sole basis for charging someone. Um, and so I think if you talk to the prosecutors here, they would say, you know, it's not just that it's this combination um, you know, Michael Schmidt told me that when he was being interviewed, he said that most of the questions weren't actually about the song. It was about the photo of him with a gun. Oh. Uh, but then but then again, I mean, it, it's it's this sort of the swirl of things because, you know, I think it'd be it'd also be troubling if we just saw someone post a photo of them with a gun. And then you immediately said, oh, well, that he's threatening us because, yeah. you know, there's been, you know, plenty of kids who post photos with guns because they for whatever reason and it may be you know that they they enjoy hunting and it's a yeah. photo of them with a rifle and you know is that is that a crime is that threatening to well then then, then we get into determining okay was he holding the gun or was he pointing the gun did yeah. he look menacing was yeah. it a rifle was he hunting was he just you know playing rapper Right. I mean, then we're trying to figure all that out. That's part of the problem. You've got all these gray area, this huge gray area and all these variables when you start putting this together. Imagine for a moment if a kid in school, because I think most people would say, all right, if you say today, I am going to shoot up my school. Okay. Whatever. People look at that as a threat. And most people would probably say, yes, you got to go and get him. Yes. Right. But let's say a kid is doing something satirical that is truly satirical truly satire to make a point maybe he says what i just said just now he does that monologue but somebody takes it out of context well in there though it says i'm going to shoot up my school can we prosecute that should we prosecute that well and i mean this this is the other thing about the song is that he's not actually talking he doesn't name a single person um there's nothing in the in the court record so far that shows that he sent this to someone and said, this is about you. Um, you know, and he tells me, he tells me that he just posted it on like his public facing uh, Twitter account and, you know, his Snapchat story. So, you know, it's not even like he said, Hey, Mrs. Smith, you know, this is for you or something, you know, and, and you know, expressed his, he, he could then, you know, we could be in a situation where someone is arguing that I was expressing my frustration at this teacher that failed me. Yep. Um, but, you know, he didn't even do that. And so I think that's the other concerning thing is, you know, some people I talked to about this case, they said, 
you know, I might actually be more concerned with someone who's not posting the, you know, <laughs> yeah. rap because they don't have a creative expression to get this out. They're more concerned about someone who, you know, maybe gets in trouble a lot and then you don't hear a peep from them and they're just quiet. And then one day out of nowhere, they, they blow up. I mean, it's, it, this is what's going to be tricky going forward is, you know, aside from any debates about gun control laws or, you know, should we be arming more people in a school? You know, I think aside from all that, we're still going to have to watch to see, you know, what are what is a red flag? And as one legal scholar I talked to said, you know, what does it mean to take those red flags more seriously? Yeah. And you also talk about a 23 year old man named Randy Ross. Those also arrested the same week as Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he um, he was in upstate New York. He posted a music video called School Shooter. And he had filmed it outside of a local high school. Um, and, you know, the lyrics there don't say, I'm coming to this high school here. Here's me standing outside of it because I'm going to attack it. Instead, he's using it as, as hyperbole. He said he has a line in there that says, I lay him down like a school shooter. Um, the a community member there, it's a similar thing. It's not like police are scanning social media for this kind of stuff. But a community member saw it, flagged it to cops. Cops arrested him. Um, however, in that case, uh, a grand jury declined to indict him. And I think, you know, the way a local newspaper columnist put it there kind of sums it up pretty well is that this was clearly stupid and in bad taste. But, you know, it wasn't a crime to, you know, compare yourself to a school shooter as, you know, this sort of hip hop braggadocious um, nature. Tyler, uh, nice story. Nice job with the reporting. You covered it all. I think it was uh, very sound. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tweet out a link so people can check it out for themselves. But we really appreciate you sharing with us this morning. Oh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. It was a really solid story oh. and uh, and interesting angles. Nice reporting. Oh, um, yes. BuzzFeed at times, you know, I don't agree with. Well, and then you guys got it. And but, people say, uh, oh, why BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed has two segments. It has BuzzFeed News. Well, they do awesome work like this, right. and they got the stupid stuff like, hey, well, answer I mean, this. And they are more left-wing with yeah, stuff. We yes, get it or whatever yes. in their news and that, and that's fine. This story was done well, and oh, it's not just because, yeah. like I said, I was on the fence on you know whether or not how serious you take this stuff. Mm-hmm. We, have to, we have to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Number one, I would say, hey, kids. Rule five, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Thank you. I stand for your First Amendment rights. Post whatever the hell you want on social media. I don't think they should be policing it. But especially if you're in school in today's world, just because you can show yourself, you know, busting that Glock out with the rap tune saying you're going to crack someone's head like an egg. Um, maybe you don't because the world is a little sensitive. Just because you can. Yes, it is your right. But maybe you shouldn't. Number two. It's time we need to more clearly define some of this stuff, right? And it's imperative that police and schools take these incident by incident because you cannot come up with one or any number of blanket laws that will cover these. Well, yeah, that one fell under that law, but it's a little different because this time he was wearing red, right? I mean, there's, you, there's too many variables. Let's try to define this stuff. And then incident by incident. And finally, secure the schools. It's the parent um, that we've talked to out of Florida. Um, His daughter was killed at Parkland. It's time we secure the schools. Metal detectors, bulletproof glass, 
we got to do it. Yeah, we talked to Andrew, Andrew Pollock, yeah. Yeah, Andrew Pollock, absolutely. I mean, think about how this stuff can be misunderstood. I would say, if you're looking at social media and you see people with guns, um, and they're talking about schools, are they a student? Yeah, how first of all. How close were they? Did yeah. they go there? Yeah. Probably more likely if they Intent. were a student or no, whatever. Um, otherwise, you're going to start arresting people like Childish Gambino, too. Oh, yeah. Right? Is, are they going to arrest him? Mm-hmm. Are, are they going to arrest me? Last night, Chris and I were talking about shiving our coworkers with Pat Gray. I mean, taken out of context, that sounds pretty bad. In, oh, co- in context, context sounds- it was hilarious. Oh, yes, yes. Hilarious. Yes, we're trying to be all gangster. We're trying to gangster. <laughs> hey, pass in right there. Make a Stay wall. Stay right there. Make a wall. I'm going to sharpen this plastic spoon. But seriously, if somebody walked up to us or if we had joked about it on social media or this program, they're like, oh, my gosh, they're going to shiv their coworkers today. No, as much as we want to, we haven't done it yet. It's not like that. It was called sat. Maybe that's a bad. Let me get a break in here. (laughs) You're waking up to the morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Cultural appropriation? Yes, please. This is the Morning Blaze. So let's say um, you're concerned. You're concerned about uh, somebody shooting up your kid's school. Maybe you're concerned with uh, somebody uh, shooting up your house. Okay. That means you're probably going to be somebody who uh, is a gun enthusiast to protect them. Because it's not just for hunting, of course. No. Uh, you're going to need Tac Pack. Oh, yes. If you're sir. a gun enthusiast, absolutely order Tac Pack. It is a subscription box you get once a month. The monthly fee, $49.95. So every month, they send you a box full of tactical type goodies. It's, it's always a surprise, but it's something that has to do with <clears throat> the Second Amendment or mm-hmm. tactical in general, because mm-hmm. there are some knives and stuff in it as well. I know this is from two boxes ago, and I love my knife. And you got some nice tactical gloves. Yep. Brad got the rest of it because he likes more than I do. I love knives, so I'm, I'm a big knife guy. And then July, you get the never seen SOG knife. I know. This is so cool what they have coming this month. This is a... a Never seen this before. This is what I love about it. So it's forty nine ninety five a month. They send you the box. It's a surprise. You never know what's in it, but you know the value is always going to be over a hundred dollars. Last month two hundred and five. This month around one hundred and thirty. Um, but there's a never be seen, never seen before blade from SOG Tactical. How cool is that? So if you if you're on board. And you know it's coming in July. You've got something that's brand new. Yeah. And they say, hands down, this is their best range kit ever. Mm. This is the best one for the range. So, so good. Every month's a little joy in your life for $49.95. And as far as the value goes, like I said, sell the stuff. You, you know, you're not losing money on this at all. Yeah, sure. Again. And the funny thing is just range kit. I remember every time I went to the range, I'm like, I need a knife. Where's my knife? Yeah. Where's my knife? Where is like, it? Wait a minute. They already thought about it. They're like, hey, range kit, you're going to need a knife here. Now, they have other things at TACPAC.com as well. They have some grab bags and other features. But sign up for their TACPAC box that comes every month. You can, you can quit anytime you want. Yeah. You're not locked in for months and months and months. So it's TACPAC.com. TAC is in tactical. PAC is in package. TACPAC.com. And before we move on, Dr. Thompson, mm-hmm. I think what the cops did here in New Jersey is completely wrong. 
Uh, well, you mean the kid with the? Yeah, with the. Schmitt. Well, I mean you got to check him out. But you yeah, do have keeping to check him out. Yes, but charging him with a in a, a felony, blah blah blah. I think I could have saved him some time. Uh, TV, can you pull up that picture, please? Oh, you're doing the test. I'm doing the test. So let's go on the crazy eye test and no, survey says. No, he just looks sleepy. Okay, give me another picture where he was standing in front of the graffiti. Uh, uh, let's see. Here we go. Picture with the graffiti. He's got glasses. He's got That's, glasses. And those, are, those are silly, stupid and, glasses. And, you know what? And give me the one with, with the, the gun. gun. Where's give me the, the one, one with, with the gun? gun. Yeah, Here give me the is. one with the gun. Oh, he looks stoned there. Those aren't crazy eyes. What? A, oh, come on. Okay, two of the pictures he looks possibly stoned, and the third he looks effeminate. Yes, that's not crazy. No, oh, we no, we could have said we could have been like, "Hey, uh, calm Let down." Me, you know what? You didn't even have to necessarily interview him. No, I mean, do your due diligence. Yes. fine. but I, they would have said, "Doc, check out his side." And I would have said, "Oh my gosh, cracking eggs like uh, skulls like eggs," and yeah. he's got the gun. Let me. There's one eye, two eye pictures. Let me see the eyes in Give his. Another one. No, I mean, I guess you guys. Out and talk to him, but yeah, he's not. No, he's gonna, not a He's not going to shoot the place up. Sorry. Come on. Oh, you Isn't got, it funny that he really does not have the, crazy, have the eyes? crazy eyes? Yeah. Even when holding the gun, still don't have the crazy, no crazy eyes. eyes. Uh, you got uh, Patrick saying, Doc sounds like Nancy Pelosi, who sounds like Aunt Claire when it comes to take, talking about the new numbers of procrastinations. Oh, uh, you know what? I didn't get to those yesterday, did I? No. Can we Here's get them a, next segment? Yeah, well, we're doing the um, Friday leftovers oh. next. Oh, those, those are very But then important. we have a whole hour. So what I'll do is we'll do the Friday leftovers. Okay. Top of the next hour, we'll do it. I have some other things to talk about, okay. but I'll just squeeze them right in there. Okay. Okay. Florida man saying Doc and Chris will never shift their co-workers. Coincidentally, this story came up when Lori D is visiting the show. What are you, what is he, what's he saying? I don't know. Is she going to shift somebody? Oh, maybe she's planning on it. Here's the thing. If I'm going to shift somebody, I'm going to do it. I don't want nobody to do. I want that pleasure of just shiving them, running them through like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, certain people, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which was kind of the basis of our conversation last <laughs> night, too. So, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's completely out of context. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. What's she doing? She's killing me here. I'm sorry. Love the Lori D. Mm-hmm. Love the Lori D. Mm-hmm. Tweets at us regularly. Met her many times. And she brings in the breakfast. She brings in the breakfast and I am constantly battling. Look at this. I'm running like crazy. You, <laughs> you know what are. this means? Every single day. I'm to run like 17 miles today now. I'm to run <laughs> 17 miles. Lori's in the house today hanging out with us. If you're like me and you struggle with such things... I mean, Chris had to stop me last night. I've been good. I did. You had to dock, oh, man, put the I food down. So and by the way, thank you for that. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I, I struggle with this stuff, and I hadn't had the Riduzone. And the problem is, it just becomes obsessive. It, it is obsessive of me. I just can't stop. I can't say, I love it so much. Love the food. If you're like me and you struggle with it, try Riduzone at Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. It's going to give you a full feeling. So as you're... At a little VIP party like I was, you're not going, hey, how you doing? Where's the food? Hey, how you doing? 
I mean, the whole time I'm just like, food, food, food. What's that? Yeah, food, food, It was food, so food. funny because yeah. you were chasing down the little people. Chasing is strong. Uh, Doc. Strategically standing. You were not standing. You were walking. You were following them. How many shrimp cocktails did you have? I didn't have any shrimp cocktail. No, no, no. How about the, the little, little lamb the little, thingies? No, I had the beef. The little beef. Uh, the bacon? Yeah. Yeah. How many of those did you have? Let's not talk about that. But um, I did sample uh, one of the desserts. One of the desserts? A couple of the desserts I sampled. A couple of the desserts? I sampled them all. Yes. Some of them more than once. Cake pops? How many cake That's pops? That's the one I had to trace him down. chase him down. He was he completely by. He saw me. Yeah. I was like, excuse me. By the way, at one point, I think it was all three of us, me, you, and Brad had three desserts in our hands. Well, and you, I was feeding different girls. There you go. You were absolutely. <laughs> he was. I'm not kidding. I was. Fe- I was like. I was like. Hey, girl, have a taste. She's like, taste. what is this? Just, just, just eat. Sh- 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 eat it. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> She's like, oh, Chris, that's yummy. So I go to Brad. I walk over and I go, what are you doing? He goes, stand right here. <laughs> and I go, why? He goes, this is strategically triangulated from wherever they come out with the food. Oh, they have to hit that spot. That spot. And I go, oh my gosh, this reminds me of a Christmas party a couple of years ago with Michael Palka. You knew? Aww. Michael Palka, who is, he goes, Doc, right here. So when you go to one of those parties, you got to find, the, it's not right by the door necessarily no, when they come out. No, it's not. No. It's a spot where, because they try to get, I'm going to go way out to reach the people and in the back. And come back. You need a right spot, and that's where yeah. it was. So if you struggle like we do, try RidUZone today. R-I-D-U Zone. You're going to love it. It's going to help you lose weight and change your life. RidUZone.com. Here's the open for the Friday Leftover. And now, Doc Thompson presents the Friday Leftovers. Mm. We begin our Friday Leftovers, the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week, with a story from Orange County, Florida. Whoa, you almost had me there. Orange County, Florida. A perp made a few mistakes. See if you can spot the mistakes. Okay, got it. Here we go. An Orange County, Florida, Orange County, Florida cops say a man was stealing a car. When cops tried to arrest him, he fled on foot. You got a car, buddy. Right. You're stealing stealing a car. car. You're in the and you flee on foot. Yes. You think that's a problem? Yes, that's problem number one. Here Uh, we go. During the pursuit, the suspect, while being chased by police on foot. Comes across a bicycle. Okay. Picks it up and throws it at the deputy. Maybe you think get, some, get on the bike. Do you want to be, get on the bicycle? Because huh, the cops are and, on foot. Yes, you could go faster. Faster in the car. Okay, here we go. Then, in order to get uh, away from the police, okay. aha, he decides to hide in a lake. He jumped here's in a th- lake to get away from him and hide. Here's the thing. Unless you have, uh, gi- gi- what is it, gills, gills behind right. your ear, like uh-huh. in a water world. Right. Um, max 30 seconds on the water. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they uh, saw him and uh, he starts swimming out away from him. Ah, ah I got away it. from the water. Yeah. But police have a boat. Police boats. <laughs> So he was trying to flee now while swimming from police in a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, they just uh, got up to him and they just uh, scoop him up, pulled him out into the boat. <laughs> Get the net. Get the net. Get the net. Get the net. After he was in the boat and they handcuffed him, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. jumped out of the boat while handcuffed. Buddy. And had to be rescued. 
You cannot swim. You know, handcuffs go in the it back. It makes it a little difficult you, to swim. Like a, like a dead fish. Ha ha. I got it. I got away. Be right back. Save me. Save me. Save me. Hey, save me. Yes, he was then arrested. So <laughs> a few mistakes made. A few, I come five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that leads us to pro criminal tip number 2981. Don't flee on foot when you have a car. 2982, don't flee on foot when you have a bike. Mm. Pro criminal tip number 2983, don't jump in the water while handcuffed if you need your hands free to swim. Mm. Just some pro criminal tips Mm. there for you. Just a little bit. And Chris was a cop. He knows. Yes, I do know. I was a cop. That's the reason he uh, consults on our pro criminal tips. Yeah, I was never a a, a boat cop. I'm a little ashamed of that. A little shame you wish you could have been a boat cop? Yeah. Yeah, I I knew a guy who worked uh, for the DEA. Ooh. And uh, he goes, Doc, he goes, at times, the line between cop and perp, really close. Oh, he goes, a lot of the same personality traits. The cops yes. have that thin line of, you know, doing the right thing. He goes, but a lot of that, he goes, If that's you don't trouble. have a good moral compass, that's right. you're out. That's why I said, Chris and I are real close to being dictators. Yes. That's the reason you were on the cop side, but you could have, this is, oh, that quickly been, so easily been a perp, right? So close. In a fit of rage of jealousy, uh, in a fit of rage, a jealous girlfriend cut off a man's testicles. Mm. Oh, just the testes? Yeah. Uh, I got to believe that this is going to negatively impact uh, future dating opportunities. Oh, yes. For both of them. <laughs> right? What date do you tell? That you got no nuts? Or that I cut off a guy's nuts. Uh, cut it off. You say right off. You really? say rate number one. And, hey, you know, my ex. I'm thinking that one down the road. Oh, if you're a good person, you say it right there. No. Oh, good person. No, I'm just talking dating. Oh, dating. You never say it. You never bring it up. If you cut him, you never bring it up. It's going to come up. Until you about to cut his. Be like, you know what happened to the last one, right? No. Hmm. Now, I think if you're her, right, you, uh, you don't want to tell it because that's, uh, hey, how you doing? I, uh. When I hook up for dinner, I saw you on the uh, on the app, yeah, whatever. Tinder, you saw me. I, you know, I cut off a guy's testicles Whoa. once. It's done. It's over. You're not even going out. Okay. But after a couple of dates, when maybe he's going to get the good stuff, or maybe he's already gotten the good stuff, and he liked the good stuff, or whatever, round. and you got to kind of, you know, okay, maybe you let that cat let out that of the slide bag. at some point, right? Because then he's like, well, it was good the first. It was time. good, or I'm really close to this. A guy will roll the dice. He he will, but not right off. Because I just I'll just right swipe somebody else, yeah. right? So yeah, <clears throat> if you're him, Ooh, you have to say you got to get that right off. You yeah, got to so get that. You have that. to say that quick because uh-huh. you want to. Hey, by the way, this is what happened. You know my story about the girl at the Maxim dating the girl in the Maxim Hotel in Vegas, right? The dinner. Oh yes, yes. The short version. You've never heard it. Meet this girl. Uh, I think it was on the phone. Maybe the radio station I was working at. Anyways, we agreed to meet for uh, dinner. dinner. We go over to the Maxim Hotel, which no longer exists. Uh, we order the salads. Salad. Uh, we order the entree. They put the salads down. And Jesus. there was a there was a poster advertising a guy who performs in the local casino, the okay. free show. And she goes, oh, that's so-and-so. And I go, mm, I'm cutting my salad. And I take a big bite. And she goes, he's the one who gave me genital warts. Whoa. Eh, eh, eh. And I was just like, check, please. But now I'm like, I ordered the entree. 
<laughs> so the whole rest of the whole conference night was just blah, 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 general. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, great to meet you. See you later. Got to wash these hands. No, oh, what to do That's what you hands. do with them. You yes, wash them, you right? Wash Instantly. Them right there. Yes, yes. So, yeah, same thing. But she told me right off, and that was it. It was done, you know. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Uh, she, uh, or he allegedly confessed to his sister that he was attracted to another woman. Oh. Now, I share this story with you because uh, you're getting married soon. Yes. So if you're attracted to another... I would have told her. Okay, good. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, the sister, rats him out to the girlfriend. Oh, Sibling that's violation, a, that's right? A, oh, right? that sister's getting the beat down. 36-year-old Zahana. No, I oh, Who, I, oh, I'm sorry, don't. What that's was the it? girl, the uh-huh. 36-year-old Zahana. Uh, who, who he was dating. Mm-hmm. Checked his phone and found pictures of <gasps> another woman. No. It's alleged that she then lured him into a crazy sex game, telling him all the fun stuff she was willing to do. Mm. Wow, my girlfriend's being really agreeable to some freaky deaky stuff yeah. here. This is great. She's about the pineapple. She's about all about that. We got a dirty trombone and a saucy Sanchez. And the Houdini. Am I conflating these? I and think the Houdini. I'm, she's combining them all. She's doing new stuff. And uh, she uh, gives him a little drink before they begin. Oh, Chris. A roofie? She roofied him. She pulled a Cosby? She did. She built Cosby before she pulled the Dirty Sanchez and Houdini. Yes, I love this girl. She pulled the the Dirty Cosby (laughs) with the roof and all before you slice off his testicles and the pudding. And while he was all groggy, she starts coming at him. Oh, she starts coming at him. Who's this girl on the phone? And he's Tell in, me. He's in and out of like, uh, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, and she starts she Tell starts, me. She starts slapping him around a little bit. Starts giving him that. And then out comes the tactical knife and she starts. Now, do we know? Gentlemen, I uh, I caution you on this. I I have to it's germane to the story. Uh she she had prepared for this. Ooh. She didn't want him to die. Oh. She just wanted him to live testicle list. Okay. List. So she um, she has uh, some sutures, gauze and whatnot, and she takes the one and she stitches them up and I guess as best she can. And something went wrong with the second one. She wasn't able to get that one done. You know. And there was some, as the story said, some blood loss. Oof. And then uh, 911 was called and that's Ooh, where that's it all got that's a nice 911. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear. If found guilty, she could be jailed 10 years. Doctors say he will likely uh, be able to have sex. He's not going to be able to procreate, but he will be able to have sex. So he, she gave him a free uh, vasectomy. Vasectomy. Yeah, radical. 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 <laughs> Old-fashioned. Very invasive. Old-fashioned <clears throat> vasectomy. A radical, painful, invasive, <laughs> and unnecessarily complicated vasectomy. And I'll do this. I'll do yeah, that. if I'm him, because she's going to be in the clink. She's going oh, to yeah. the big house. Yeah. She's yeah. going to the big house. Yeah. And uh, if I'm him, I am going to send her a lot of pictures of me having sex. With other girls? Oh, my gosh. Oh, That's yes. right. That's right. You got me. You got me. But look at this. Look at this. You didn't slow me down on that side. Mm. Well, you become someone else's girl. <laughs> That's right. I got different girls. Uh, yeah. I'd be sending her little notes. We're both having a lot of sex. <laughs> of course, mine is consensual. Yours is not. So <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, yeah. If I'm him, there's going to be a long history. Oh, yes. I mean, I still mentioned Steve Cannon. Yes, you do. That was one small incident when I was auditioning. Like right? 20 years ago, that's right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know that's right. 
All right, moving on. Our Friday leftovers, 49-year-old Douglas Kelly called the Putnam County, Florida Sheriff's Office and uh, asked them they could do him a solid. He uh, said, hey, can you test the drugs that I bought? Because I, I think they're fake. Okay. I think they gave me the wrong drugs. Maybe they're <sighs> fake. He said, something's wrong. And if you find out they are fake drugs, please let me know. Can you prosecute? Oh. Can you prosecute the guy? For- I want, I want you to go after him. I want to press charges against him. So can you test these dr- illegal drugs I have? Yes, yes, sir, I can. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, sir, I can. So, um, he well, had- yes, uh, <laughs> keep, keep talking. So you want me to test your Right, that's exactly drugs. it. I think okay. they gave me the wrong one. And your name? Uh, my name is Douglas Kelly. Okay, Doug Douglas. Kelly. Doug, Doug Kelly. Douglas. You just call um, me Doug. Oh, Doug. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, Doug. Um, Need as my address, phone them, number. As we test them, mm-hmm. I want you to be escorted right in this room. I'm going to take this to the back lab. It's funny. And, and just, See, just being this You know right how here. cops operate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the cops said, well, here's how he knew. He told him, he said, I, have a, I had a bad reaction to the oh. meth I bought. Hey. He said, I think there's something else in the meth or it's not really meth. Anyways, it's not legit. And the cops, you're right, Chris. They said, absolutely. We will test that We will test them. But you got to drive on down here. Yes. In order to ensure the quality of the drugs, they said, we, don't want we need you to bring the drugs to the yes. police station. Mm-hmm. And he drove down to the police station and he handed over a bag of, of creel, or clear crystallized substance for mm-hmm. them to test. Mm-hmm. He said, this is what I, he told me was the meth. This is what I pay for. Right. And it does not taste like meth. The, te- the cops put him in a little room. You yes. just wait here while we test it. And they tested the test, showed it was meth. Oh. The dealer didn't trick him. Oh. We know what you can you know, trust that dealer. Absolutely. I want his so name. his mind was put at ease. And then something really shady. What happened? The police arrested him. What? And charged him with possession. Why? I know, right? Protect and, and serve. Sir, and serve. <clears throat> that service part is testing Protecting you from getting uh, the drugs. Bad you drugs. Didn't, right. Bad drugs or wrong drugs. Yes. And yes. serving. And they arrested him. Shocking. Oh, how dare you? You know what they promoted on their Facebook page? They told the story and they said, um, hey, we are always willing to test drugs. You know what? These are the cops that are really serving the community. <laughs> if you have those shady drug dealers that come, keep telling you this is down. meth. Don't trust them. And that's not meth. No. Come down here. Calm down. Come down here to your local police department and you know we want to see you. They, they posted, if you believe you were sold bad drugs, yes. we are offering a free service to test them for you. Remember, our detectives are always ready to assist anyone who believes they were misled in their illegal drug purchases. We want you to be safe. You know, Putnam County, Florida, you are the good ones. Yes. Really? They're really yes. active in the community. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, whoever was the intern that saw this idea, I was like, wait a minute, we could do something like this. You know what we haven't seen well in a while? Done. There was a whole rash of these like maybe 10 years ago, cops doing this. We haven't seen as many. No. It's time for cops to do this again. What they do is they go through all the outstanding warrants in their community, the ones like the worst of the worst, and <clears throat> of their known addresses or email addresses, whatever they have, they simply sell or send them a letter that says, hey, you've won. That's the best one. You've won. And whatever the big local arena is where they can hose a lot, hold a lot of people, concert hall, whatever, they're like, you've won, name the big prize. You've won season tickets to the local NFL team this year or big screen TVs or a car, whatever you've already won as part of a blah, blah, blah. Come on down between these hours. And their success rate 
is huge. I mean, you're talking like 30% to 80% success rates of those people coming down. Oh, yeah. down. Bring your letter. I want Make sure you bring your letter down with you. I don't remember Case number this. 182. I do not remember entering this entering, contest. But, I don't, doesn't but you matter. know what? I won. I, it's I, all that matters. Life is Arrested. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, we need your hands. Oh, yeah, you're going to stamp me, right? Kink. There it is. And it's because they try to get, and if they go over to the house, they're like, no, he's not here. Yeah. They know what's going on. They willingly come down. Time for a bunch of those. Yes, yes. yes. Moving on, your Friday leftovers. Times have changed. Firefighters in Germany now receive special training. Okay. Who do you think of firefighter? What type of training? Uh, you know, how to you know turn off that building you know, with a hose. It, you know, spray it. Uh, break through a wall break with through, the axe. Go through the thing. Maybe yep. um, uh, some basic first aid, something yeah. like this. Yeah, now as part of first aid, they uh, get training on how to receive, uh, remove uh, certain <gasps> toys and I things know. from certain areas Genitals. or parts of bodies, genitals, and boys, orifices, boys, right? Everything. The jaws of life. There's that. The boys. The uh, Mr. Johnson. Uh, the every every orifice. That is some good sis. Uh, at a recent seminar for 600 firefighters in Dresden, they were taught the delicate procedure using delicate. dummies. They have like the Rasasa Annie dummies, but they have to be anatomically correct. So they have to use this. So they'll like Mr. Johnson with some uh, some metal rings and that tightly attached. And what they do is they get out the little grinder and not grinder the app. I know it gets confusing. Uh, the little how to, whatever. The seminar was titled oh, I'm sorry. Uh, or mechanical failures. There we go. Mechanical. <laughs> More of your Friday leftovers coming up next. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now. Continue our Friday leftovers now. A Florida man was arrested for allegedly asking some fellow inmates to kill his ex-wife. I mean, wow! I cannot condone such no, things. That I, is absolutely wrong. I. I understand it, but I cannot condone this. So he's in the lockup. He said, hey, you want to kill my ex-wife for me? He asked a bunch of them. Uh, 32-year-old Michael Lee offered yeah. inmates a nice, sweet uh, sweet deal at the Lake County Detention Center as part of the hit contract. Okay, One prisoner, okay. he said, if you kill her, I'll give you 20 food trays. Ooh. 20 meals. Yeah. That's nice. That That's is 20 nice. of them, right? 20 extra food. 20 of them. <laughs> Do it for like six. Come on, man. Come on. So he offered uh, 20 food trays. Uh, he said, you know, I'll give you the 20 food trays. And when you get out, you know, once you're released, you, the hitman agreed. Oh. And then uh, told cops, the guy's an idiot. I took the 20 trays. It wasn't going to do anything. <clears throat> How are you going to enforce it? <laughs> Think about that. You're in the clink. In fact, I may even tell him on my last day. Hey. Hey, uh, you're walking out. You know, they give you the. Okay, here's the bag of here's stuff. The bag of stuff. Yeah. Here's the stained jacket you had. Here's the gum. <laughs> here's your here's wallet. the lighters, the wallet. Here's the 14 <laughs> cents and your whatever. And you're like, sign. Oh, hang on one second. Hey, Steve, 
I was never going to kill her, but thanks for the 20 food trays. <laughs> what you going to do about it, big man? Because then you know what you have to do. Kill Another him. 20 food trays for the wife and 20 food trays to get a wife. Uh, to get right? to kill him. Now you got four. Come on. Now you now you're guy's like, going to starve to death before anybody you gets whacked. for 60 trays now. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> you're down 60 trays. Is this guy on a hunger strike? <laughs> no, he's trying to kill people. Lee offered another person the same 20 food trays oh, plus 2G. Oh. What up? It, why is he in the clink? The first guy really uh, sold out too early. Yeah. Though. Now, he denied the accusations, but did admit to giving one of the prisoners 20 food trays. It's just a kind gesture because in prison, everybody's just kind that way. And because the other guy had no money very in Gandhi his of uh, commissary. So, very you know, Gandhi of him. Very nice. Yeah. Very uh, very Gandhi of him. He's like, yeah, cops didn't buy it. He's been charged with criminal <laughs> solicitation for murder and remains in the Lake County Jail. Oh, so it did yeah. not work. A uh, door to a Columbus, South Carolina residence was damaged during a recent burglary. Ooh. The suspect entered the door by kicking it in. Kicked Ooh. in the back door. They found ha! the footprints on the door. Two of them. Took them at least twice. Oh, okay. Kicks the door in. The residents get, a resident gets there, realizes something's amiss, Uh-oh. you know, because the door has been damaged. Uh, looks around, can't find anything missing, and then says, wait a moment. Something is missing. What is missing? TV? Fish tank? Reported two chicken nuggets missing from the refrigerator. Two chicken nuggets. Oh, my gosh. Where is... I want the manhunt. The, the the man I all AP, uh, APB. One Adam twelve. One Adam twelve. See the man, right? I mean, I you want get it out there. I need those two chicken. <sighs> the damaged door valued at about a hundred bucks. The chicken Don't nuggets about valued about a buck. Don't worry about it. You know, um, this would be one of those ones where if I came home and they kicked in the door and realized nothing was going on, I mean, I may file a police report. Yeah. You know, maybe. Um, the chicken nuggets, I'm absolutely going nuts. We're going. Especially if I was driving home. Here. If I drive home knowing those nuggets are there, this I'm going home. Me. Right. I'm yes. going. I'm going to eat those later. Yes. Right? Those are in there. Oh, they're gone. I'm waiting for them. And if it's Chick-fil-A. Oh. I, my wife would never hear that. All right. I'll go get you more nuggets. I'm, no, no. That's not the. It's the principle of the thing. I wanted them. I have been violated. I'll be right. So, so dirty. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Nice. Love the tweets. Tweets coming in. Hashtag what I learned today. Uh, International House of Zoc tweeting methamphetamines before and after. You've seen those people, the faces of meth, right? And one of them is the young Anakin Skywalker from the first movie. The okay. first, first movie. Okay. And then Anakin as he's dying when his mask finally comes off in <laughs> Return of the Jedi. <clears throat> faces of meth. It happens. You don't want to do this stuff. 
No. Right, get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. iTarget Pro is a fantastic product. It's a system that allows you to shoot at home. You can shoot at your office. You can shoot pretty much anywhere. It uh, works with a proprietary app on your phone and a laser. Just put in your in your uh, gun and you can determine where you're hitting. So as opposed to dry firing where you don't know where it's hitting, you actually know. You can target and go wherever. Yeah. If you're not somebody who regularly can, um, you know, go to a firearm manufacturer and get to test their guns and have a good time on the range where they let you, you know, try all that stuff. See, and- I was in here in my own little world trying to prepare you for the next interview and and what? you were trying to get my attention. What are you talking you kept about? looking over here. Why are you trying to trigger I would, me? No, I, I see is. what you did there. Trigger, I see what you did. It is it's 8 o'clock in the morning. You're trying to trigger me. I'm just saying, you know, like Brad and I, you know, we, we run in those circles where you get to go to ranges. Brad and I. Brad so and hold on. I. So it's official. Well, and Matt. No, and Matt from the conservative cartel. You know, we no, all check it, it out, you know. Okay. You know, if you can't get the iTarget Pro system, you know, I mean, I you know, still use it too, even when I can't make my way to a gun manufacturer who treats me like a VIP, you know. Like a VIP. Like a VIP. Uh, just go to iTarget Pro System. You'll love the uh, iTargetPro.com. You'll love the system. If you use the promo code DOC, they're going to give you 10% off. It's iTargetPro.com. Joining us now, Kirk Cameron. How are you, sir? Hey, Doc. I'm doing great. How's it going? Kirk, you know, over the years, and I grew up, we're probably uh, pretty close to the uh, same age there, watching you on the TV what? show, and you are that rebel, the actor, and I said, I'm going to be like Kirk Cameron, you know, probably getting all the ladies. And when I saw you transition from, you know, the acting you did as a child actor uh, because of your faith. And I was like, wow, that is quite a commitment to your faith because you could have gone a lot of different directions. That's pretty impressive, sir. Well, you know, I, I can't even I'm trying to think of how to even respond to that. You know, it's kind of like when I was a bachelor, I was uh, living a pretty great life. But when I met my wife, Chelsea. And I got married, like stuff, things got better. I'd never go back. So I, I don't feel like, wow, what a, what a sacrifice. <laughs> I feel like, wow, I really cashed in. I really hit the jackpot. And I kind of really feel that way even more so when it comes to saying, wow, all of this is a gift. And there's someone who made me and loves me that I can say thank you to by the way I live my life. I'm in. I want to do this. And actually, it served me really well. I've had a chance to not only... Um, you know, uh, be involved in some pretty great projects that I'm passionate about. But, uh, you know, doors have continued to open in ways that they probably probably wouldn't have otherwise. And, and now I'm sitting here on my phone talking to you about a about a cool new project that I made. Yeah, that's so, I, but I so think not that's too much sacrifice. Yeah, but I think that's the message that's lost for people um, uh, when we proselytize and we tell people about faith is uh, there's a lot of people who maybe don't have a strong Christian faith that don't understand it. It seems very controlling and oppressive and all these negatives. When it's not that, it really is pretty simple, right? It's what's in your heart. It's your relationship with God. Well, uh, it is. It's For me, it's it's nourishing. It's, guide, it's guiding. You know, it, it, it helps me to make decisions as a father, as a husband. Hey, Look, I've been married 27 years uh, now wow. to the girl that I married in Growing Pains, which is like 270 in Hollywood years, right? And our faith has had a lot to do with it. And we're raising six kids. Wow. And uh, they're all one year apart. And um, we have our struggles just like everybody else. But honestly and truly, to have a source of truth and goodness that doesn't change is a great benefit in my life. 
Let's uh, let's talk about your recent project. It's Kurt's, uh, Kirk Cameron Connect, and uh, you're focusing on strengthening families by discussing um, the the problems, the pitfalls with social media. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, anybody here have kids with a smartphone? Oh any, yeah. Any, any, yeah. Any parent listening who's, yeah. who's concerned about that? I think it's the universal burden of our generation. Uh, we are pioneer parents because uh, the iPhone was only invented ten years ago. And parents didn't need to worry about what their kids are, are looking at on their smartphone or who they're talking to on Snapchat. But we do. And so uh, when the reports come out, it's, 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 it's super concerning. So, uh, you know, the designers of Facebook, when they say that they have created a monster that they can't get back into the cage and they don't even let their own kids on it, uh, it makes us wonder, well, what the heck were you doing? And we all know the amount of time that kids spend on their phones. It's like 10 hours a day now. And the easy access to pornography, the way uh, neurologically uh, it's actually making them addicted in their brain, similarly to drugs or alcohol, through the, do- the dopamine chemical that's being released. And, um, you know, our, our kids are in desperate need of parents who aren't too busy to help them learn how to navigate these waters uh, uh, with them. And that's what Connect is, is going to help parents to do. So this is a is this a series of videos to teach? So it's a it's one movie okay. that was in movie theaters, which you can now get on DVD. There is an e-course, which uh, is a companion piece you can get, but uh, primarily we're talking about Connect. And so this is a movie where I go on a, a, a bit of a journey throughout the country, talking to six different experts: a brain surgeon, uh, a family counselor, a psychologist, a, a technology entrepreneur, and my minister, so that we can get a well-rounded a handle on everything that's going on and what we can do to make sure that our kids are are healthy and well-adjusted with technology. That's really cool. And you're right. This is still new technology. And we have have to write the rules and understand what's coming with this stuff. Instead of just jumping in, it's fine to use it. Let's, Let's pay attention. Let's make sure that the rules we're writing are the right ones. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think technology is great. I'm not, I'm pro technology. I'm talking on a cell phone out in the woods right now uh, with you guys and technology is awesome. Um, the, the education our kids can get today is incredible because of technology, but we've got a model for our kids, the healthy way to use it. You know, there's, there's horror stories on the news all the time of kids getting targeted. There's trafficking, there's all, all kinds of things. And so we've got to learn how to put down the phones and be fully present with our kids uh, check out this takeaway. Uh, I learned that even though this is the most connected generation ever with, with uh, social media, the experts are saying it's the loneliest generation on the planet because kids lack the ability to have real face-to-face relationships. They don't have the skills to be able to hold eye contact and a conversation uh, and develop the relationships that actually are, are satisfying to them on a deep human level which means how are they going to hold down a marriage or a job or raise kids? So what they need is to see a living, breathing example from, uh, from you know, their dad, from their mom, on how to use, first of all, how to, how to be a person, how to be a friend, how to be a parent, and then also how to use a powerful tool like a smartphone responsibly. Kirk, this is, I think you're right, the, the, the lonely aspect, and this is something we've been discussing more and more recently on this program, and I want to do more with, and I would encourage you, please think about this, use your resources. The lonely aspect, 
it's you're right it is the younger generations but think about older generations and retirees traditionally at times they would be lonely as well but think about the many problems that we see from school shootings and uh, other bad in society a lot of this comes from people who are lonely who feel whether true or not that they are marginalized that they are alone um, some because yeah. of, and I don't want to get too political with it, but because of their race or religion or things that are told to them, whether true or not, the perception that they are alone or marginalized is at the heart of so much of this. Uh, veterans who kill themselves, PTSD, part of it is that alone feeling. Yeah, that's right. And you know, there, there's a part that, that it seems, um, uh, it's, it, 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 I'm trying, trying to get a word here, but, you know, you think, oh, wait a minute, I, I can get on social media and I can chat with people. So I, I'm more connected. Why? But it's not real. That's exactly it. It's, uh, it's, it's fake. And so what happens is sometimes, uh, you know, kids are feeling like, I don't get it. I've got 500 friends, but yet I feel so lonely. I don't understand why. And, uh, you know, the problem with 500 friends or 5,000 followers is, you know, kids can be cruel. And so, you, you know, you have someone who's calling you fat or stupid in person, you know, you come home and tell your parents, like, this really bummed me out today. You know, Johnny said this about me and three people heard him. And so now, you know, I got four people making fun of me. Now it's 4,000 people and it can be devastating. And kids are actually killing themselves and, you know, going online to figure out how to do it. You're right. So it, it's, a, it's a real thing that we have to be very aware of. Um, but I don't think we should be overwhelmed and scared to death of it. No. Because I think, I think when God calls us to be parents, he didn't. Uh, get surprised by by Facebook. I think he knew exactly <laughs> what was coming. Yeah, yeah. And and we've got something more powerful, and that is the ability to love our kids, to be present in relationship with them. And at the end of the day, they need a filter that is something you can't download from the i from uh, from the app store. They need a, a something in their heart called character that helps them to filter out the good and the bad. And uh, that's something you download from a, a parent who loves your kids. It's Kirk Cameron Connect. I believe they can go to connectmovie.com. Is that right? That's right, connectmovie.com. Connectmovie.com. What yep. we'll do, Kirk, we'll uh, tweet out a link to it so people can find it for themselves. Uh, it seems like a great project. I'll check it out. I think it's going to do a lot of good. Uh, please let us know in the future how we can help you out with this uh, or, or other projects. And if you, if you focus more on that loneliness aspect, please get in touch with us. I would love to add and help in any way I can, even in the development, because I think that's the key to, to a lot of, of good in the world. Yeah. Whoa. And you guys are doing great stuff. It's been good talking with you. You're trying right, to sir, get a job so from Kirk already? Hey, damn it. You're not supposed to make it like that. I made it like <laughs> subtle and smooth. Subtle and smooth? Wow. I thought it you came You were from... almost begging. I'm like, All right, well, do I, I need to find a new job? I think Kirk knows what's in my heart. All right. <laughs> All right, Kirk. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Have All a right. great day. Talk Keep up the good work. Connectmovie.com. Connect I of, had it. I was in there. One I of the sold things, that. You know, one Remember, of the things, it, Chris, it is all about sincerity. And if you can fake that, you're in. He, 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 Doc Thompson has this couple things that he goes, if he's not talking about his mother, I'll say factory manager. I have not mentioned that, that as, Hold on. He's able to tie it back to somebody from Ohio. Hey, yeah, you've been there. No, I've been can there I too. Can I comment on these one on one? Uh, no, because Ohio's legit. I will admit that. Even more specifically, Cleveland, but Ohio in general. Yeah. And then, and if, do you know why? Because we're homers. And then, I'm if it's something that. like a business idea, hey, I got an idea. You could take it, but you know what? Just call me, and I can give you more details. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but likely, what benefits me financially benefits you. 
Are you sure? Uh, I think it's pretty evident. Okay. I mean, that sweet ride you're driving. Uh, excuse me? It's <laughs> a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look at that sweet fiance you have. That was your idea. See, look at that. this. That was your idea. That, that's one. I'm saying it uh, benefits me. Kirk calls up, says maybe you help out. It's probably going to help you a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got his phone number, so we're good. Okay, good. Make sure to, you know, we start hitting him with stuff, you know. So it's subtly, though. Slow. Slowly, yeah. Kind of, you know. It's like uh, it's like a little squirrel. You don't want to scare him away. You get a little food. You bring him okay. in, you know. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, that is true, though. That lonely thing, man. That is, that is, you. that's the center of it. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it, think we have joked, and I think there's some truth to it about what's at the heart of many progressives and liberals. Mm-hmm. Uh, liberals that some are also progressives but what's at the heart of it is they are very emotional mm-hmm. and they lead with emotion and it's oh somebody has to do something mm-hmm. and that's it that's the reason i've given them the benefit of the doubt most times and i say i think you want good you're just a little misguided and it's hand wringing and whatnot we know that's at the heart of it so we know not knowing where to go what to do how we feel all at the heart of it Feeling lonely is going to cause bad stuff. Oh, yeah. These are the type, see, when you have people to help you out, like my wife this morning uh, texts me and says, we are very blessed in so many ways. Amen. And uh, she put, uh, we wake up in the greatest country, this is what she texts me, this morning, wake up in the greatest country with very nice jobs and beautiful, smart, sweet children. I know your kids, <clears throat> I don't know what the heck is going on over there, but your kids are so damn adorable. I responded, of course. <laughs> Your wife I is mean, pouring her heart out to you, you know, at you know eight o'clock in the morning, I and you're like, like, you know, you're, we can yes, do we can do better. Yes, but kind of. You throw butt out there too. No, I just put. Well, she knows I'm giving her the business yes. on that though, and then she sent me a bunch of uh, pictures of the little one. A whitey, mm-hmm. mm, cute little whitey, huh? Cute little whitey. There he is. What's in that box? Oh, six months. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's one of those. Yeah, she, what do you mean? Track kids' life. With pictures, with you pictures. mean? pictures. She and bought the blocks where it spells them out, and I was not the happiest when she did come because I was like, I just draw you something. I'll just write six, <laughs> six months six on a piece months of paper. Piece of paper. <clears throat> have, a, have the baby hold it. <laughs> so they sell these blocks where on one side it says months and years and days or whatever, and the other one it has numbers, numbers. and you can put it together and so different pictures. Mm-hmm. And it's a cute little thing. And I was like, you know, what do they p- sell that for? 29 bucks. bucks or something yeah. on okay i'm like okay and i was ticked so seeing her use them with wyeth now it's i'm good. like i'm like okay at least that brings the price down per kid right a little bit <laughs> always doing the numbers but i even said to her i was like oh would you get those oh or just hey, would you do the- oh, i bought it oh yeah, i could have um i just draw you whatever. you know does she know we have a shop back here you got one of these Guys, all she had one. to do was tell Brad's tags. All she yeah. had to do was say, I need some blocks with numbers. And Brad would be done. All out of it. Yep. Yeah. He would have gone nuts. I would have say, Brad, seriously, we only need like one set. No, 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 no. You need them all. You need different. chrome finish. Yes. You know? It's, uh, you got to get the real wood. Oh, oh, Brad goes big with that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, he does. Huge. Yes. We just say wood and goes big with it. You know, uh, let me tell you about the M1 Museum. It's going yes. on this weekend. I have a tour coming up that I'm going to lead. And by 12. that, I mean, just kind of hang out with people at uh, noon today. Uh, but it's an entire weekend worth of uh, tours as part of the M1 Museum. Mercury One over the years has been collecting memorabilia, historical artifacts, 
uh, memorabilia, I mean like movies and pop culture and television yeah. and stuff. And we got a preview last night. You got a preview? You got a preview too. I saw were food. You, were you paying attention? No, no. Because those are the same the stuff food, you're supposed yeah. to say to people like Lori D <clears throat> that flew down here from, you know, Washington. I can tell her all about the yummy food we had last night there. That's about it. That's it. That was what I was previewing. Anyway, yeah, yeah. the Mercury One Museum uh, has put all these different or a bunch of the artifacts on display, uh, wrapping many of them into a uh, themed presentation called Rights and Responsibilities that are at the core of all of our values, that freedom and what are our rights, freedom, and also the responsibilities that go with it. Because without those responsible people, the rights are going to go away. Yeah. And it, did you see the first draft of the Declaration of Independence? Yes. Right across. Oh, so cool. Also, you get to see a cup that was used during the whole Flint water contamination. It's not. It, it's just a cup you just grabbed. No, look. That is just, it has black. It's from Flint. If it was really from Flint, it would be like half melted. And... But you get to see awesome artifacts like this. By the way, um, so you got the Gettysburg Address. Opens up today at 938. You got... Uh, uh, Thomas Paine letter. Yes, that shows him like how true Christian he was. I want you to know how um, spectacular this collection is. The amount of time that Glenn Beck has spent forging these documents late at night in his home in order to make them look real. I don't think it works like that, buddy. I mean, just I up do at not night going, it damn it, I'm taking these calligraphy classes, <sighs> and I got the pen set. This, this looks my pretty good. Where's my feather pen? Where's my feather pen? There we go. I need more yellow crinkly paper. <laughs> Now, how am I going to age this piece of paper? There's a watermark that says <laughs> says a company name, Mead. Yeah, he's put a lot of effort into this. But it's all weekend long. There's different price points for tickets. If you want to take the tours of somebody like Glenn, it's going to be a little higher. We have spots open. We have some spots open today yeah. at noon. Uh, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, uh, you could probably make it by noon today. If oh, yeah, not, you can. will be yeah. you know, all weekend long. Just uh, get the details online at Mercury One. That's O-N-E. MercuryOne.org. MercuryOne.org. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. My buddy Chris Cruz has some tweets he'd like to share with you. It's uh, at Real Chris Cruz. I do? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Well, at um, Doc Thompson Show as well with the hashtag what I learned today. Stinky saying, I want to be like Kirk. Doc Thompson. Kirk Cameron was a half-balding, middle-aged, eight-foot-tall radio geek when he was 15. You succeeded, Doc Thompson. If he was, yeah. Yes. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Kirk Cameron was... <coughs> On his way as he tried to transition from child actor to adult actor, and it happens, you know, a lot, lot of them have, many have not. But he was one with his popularity and some of the things he was doing, he was pretty successful, right? And instantly he's like, I'm going to lead with, let my faith lead me and that stuff. That's pretty amazing. And to stay with it, you know how many child stars and that get involved in like the worst sort of things? Yeah. I mean, you got Dana Plato ended up doing pornography and ODing. Is that wrong? 
I guess not. That's, not that's what you want to do. But for a lot of us, it doesn't seem desirable. <laughs> Paul G also saying, I would love to be there. Lincoln was my first hero. Actually, we have his his collar from the jacket. It's in there too. Um, and from his jacket? Yeah, from Lincoln's jacket. Which jacket? The one that he was shot in. Was it the one he was shot in? I think so. Hmm. I think so. You um, know, the... Um, go, uh, Mary uh, Todd Lincoln, it's her dress. Is that whose dress it yes, is? Yes. I saw that. So yes. Didn't pay attention, see? Yeah, but that's been here for like years. But I know, see? Do you see the Titanic door? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's um, very short. Are you sure it's the door? Yes. We're sure. Yes. Because it's dry. That is, okay. Thank you for saying that. So, where's the I water damage? I keep spraying damage? it down. <laughs> no. I keep spraying no, it down. No, it looks more legit that way. You can want it to be wet, you know? That's no. Not, it shouldn't be like water marks on it or That's damage what I said swelled too. up or something. Yes. I guess they made better <laughs> doors back then. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Lincoln, have you ever seen his, uh, his death train uh, tour that they did with it? Oh, the tracks. Yeah, where it yeah. went around yeah. the country. Yep. It is amazing to see what they mm-hmm. did. There is a, a guy I met who has this museum, his, I think, grandfather, hand-carved out of a lot of different materials, but ivory was one of the pre, uh, prime places, which you can't even do no. now, right? He would hand-carve all of these different things, and amazing detail, and he hand-carved a Lincoln death train, is that what they call it, death train, or a funeral train, that, whatever it is? Yeah. He hand-carved the entire thing, <clears throat> uh, an entire replica of it. And each train car is um, about the size of what one of the big electric train cars you'd get for your kids or whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit bigger. Multiple cars. Mm -hmm. And it's so detailed. When you look through the little window of the actual funeral car, the coffin is in it. Wow. Decorated. And again, it's all hand carved out of one piece of ivory or, you know, each piece out of one piece. There's even... A hand-carved key on the wall that's hanging that unlocks the door. I mean, it's that much detail. That's located, I can't remember, but it's somewhere in central, northern or north central Ohio. Mm -hmm. Of course. And he also did uh, a bunch of other stuff uh, out of um, like ebony wood and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Really cool. Mm -hmm. The train car went through my home county. Of course it did. It did right through. That See, was the track. You did it. What, what are you talking about? You did it. You once again made it all about I you didn't and Ohio. Say, I didn't say it was which Ohio County. You made it about you and Ohio. I told again. you where this train was, hand carved. Exactly. And I got to see this and one how many presidents are from Ohio? Kind of eight. Kind of eight? There's a dispute over one of the Harrisons. Okay. Virginia and Ohio both have eight Ohio okay. kind of. Okay. Oh, Virginia has legitimately eight. Ohio has a disputed eight. Okay. You've but, triggered but, some people. But the other thing is, when you uh, when you look at Virginia, they got like Madison and Monroe and uh, Jefferson, right? And Washington. And Ohio has like McKinley and Garfield. <laughs> right? <It's, laughs> I've triggered some people. How have I triggered Adrian, them? People telling me the letters Glenn showed last night are fake. I call BS, Doc. I just wonder, I mean, is Glenn really good? Why wouldn't you fake him? What are you spending the money for? Fake him? No one's going to know. It's going to know. I got a new museum I'll tell you about later. (laughs) 
This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Alright, what is with Mordecai? Why is he so triggered all of a sudden? He pops triggered. in, he goes, You gonna do the Olive Garden story? And I was like, What Olive Garden story? He's like, I sent you a story of the Olive Garden. He's not funny, you guys are funny, funny. You guys ignore me, blah blah blah. Such a girl. Here's the thing. If you send good stories, You'll use you tell it. me about them, likely I'll talk about them, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the Olive Garden story was they... Oh, so you're going to talk about well, it? Well, now I have to because I mentioned it. <laughs> so a guy had a bot watch, what, hundreds and hundreds of commercials for the Olive Garden? I deleted the email, so I have no idea what you're talking about. And then had the bot write, based on that knowledge it acquired, a commercial for the Olive Garden. Okay. And the bot screwed it up and it was supposed to be funny. Was it funny? No, not really. Mordecai. It was, I mean... It was taking like words and putting them together that shouldn't be. So it was like, it was like if you took somebody from China and said, "Watch a bunch of Olive Garden commercials and now write a commercial," uh, and they'd be like, "It's the super happy Olive Garden love buffet Italian," you know, just words that don't necessarily. So, I mean, to lesser people, it was kind of funny. People that don't understand humor and <clears throat> oh. people with a very basic humor level. Okay. Um. Maybe a remedial. I feel a lot humor. of anger coming um, from his back. Because he's sitting right here. Say elementary humor level. Oh, hey. Like this. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, but I mean, for those people, if you're one of those people, you, it's, it's funny. Great. It's funny. Yes. Now, I'll tweet out a link to it if you want to check it out. But I'll, Yeah, we'll tweet out a link. But, I mean, this show, we'll we take it up. We'll let the audience decide. Because you like to make people <clears throat> decide for themselves. Right, exactly. I'll let them decide let if them it's decide. funny. I'll let them one to ten it. Okay, one to ten. How's this? If it's funny. We'll do that off the off the air afterwards too. So it'll be a post show thing there. I'm not tweeting it. Out. Get the neither am I. I'm just saying it because oh, okay. I'm standing there. Okay. Get the tweets. Uh, hashtag what I learned today. Got to tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition and Field of Greens. It is a fantastic product because it helps you get those greens into your diet without actually having to cook the greens if you don't have time. Find them or eat them if you don't like vegetables. Eat your vegetables. I don't want to. You know it's healthy here. Just try the Field of Greens. And you can trick your kids. Hey, want some Hulk juice? It worked. Did you do Hulk juice? A Hulk juice. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's like, y'all want some Hulk juice? Hold on. I'll be right back. Yeah, I want to see. No, no, no. It's a secret formula. Secret that formula. I know. The doctor sent it to me. He's like, oh, I want to drink it. Okay. I got an idea for a brick house. Okay. What they do is <clears throat> they need to come up with a separate like um, label. Okay. So you got to ship it out with the regular yeah. label. But say, if you order so much, we'll send you kid labels to put on it, Ta-da! right? And Hulk. it's Hulk powder. Yes. Right? Yes. And you just say, kids, you want to be like the And it's, I mean, not that big of a stretch. I mean, it's, you're not going to get gamma rays from it, but. You're going to get healthy. You're going to be healthier and stronger because yeah. it's your vegetables. You might not leap like Hulk leaps. You're, right. You're not going you to be able to fight aliens and no. stuff like that. But um yeah, so I think that could be good. I, could be I mean, there too. has to be a Mark Ruffalo disclaimer on it. Do we have you don't to use want that. that Hulk? Can we use a different Hulk? Um, yeah, let's use the when he is the Hulk, not the, the douchey yeah, Bruce yeah, Banner yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, whatever. 
Uh, but yeah, isn't that awesome? Wouldn't yes, that be Hulk, Hulk be awesome. juice? Genius. You want to trick people? That's that's what we do here. You need advice? We'll help you out. Anyways, Brickhouse Nutrition, BrickhouseDoc.com. Look for Field of Greens today. It's actual vegetables in powdered form. You mix it with some water or other liquids. Create your Hulk juice or whatever way you want to scam your kids. Drink it down, and you're getting a full serving of fruits and vegetables in each scoop. It's prebiotic. It's probiotic. You will love it because it's healthy. It is Field of Greens from BrickhouseDoc.com. BrickhouseDoc.com. You got a couple of tweets here saying, Bunkin Bronuts, Glenn forging the Gettysburg Progress. Not cool. Glenn forging Doc Thompson's paycheck. Hilarious. That's not that funny. That's not that funny. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. <laughs> no, that's very inappropriate. Is it? Is it? And stinky. Oh. It's all about good in the world, right? I, you know, the more and more I read stinky is, I love him. He goes, yeah, we're the state with the B list of presidents, maybe C. But at least we're B- Hello, Idaho. Uh, I have Trump. Hello, uh, Nevada. I have Trump. Florida. Trump. He's not from Florida. He's from New York. But Florida is where he said he's from. No. Yeah. No, I don't think he was listed as Florida. Florida. He's from New York. He's he's born in New York. He lives primarily in New York. Where's Mar-a-Lago? Yes, that's that's a second home. Done. No, you know who you have? No. What? No. What were you going to say? Jeb, 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 you have a guy who didn't even, Jeb, make it to be president. You know, I'll take Marco Rubio over Jeb. Sadly, I will too. <laughs> How bad is Jeb? So, uh, are there any presidents Marco from Rubio? Florida? I don't think there are. No, I don't think so. Except for Trump. Two from Texas, go. Two from Texas, go. The Bushes. Three from Texas, go. Uh, no, two from Texas. No, four from Texas. Two or four. <clears throat> I'm Keith. going. No, wait a minute. It's either three or four. George H.W. Bush, was he from Texas? No, he was from Maine. He's from Maine. One Bush. Give me the other two. Go. President's from Texas. Go. Go. (laughs) Mr. Johnson. One one of the Johnsons, not both Johnsons. And? And uh, uh, Ike Eisenhower. Oh, okay. 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 Right? I don't know. His birthplace up the road. What's the matter? It's, I don't know. I pass it on my way home to uh, Arkansas. Because he did something to me yesterday in a Ben Hur movie. What are you talking about? And ben the Hur movie. And... The leper scene. The, yeah. when he, his mom and daughter in the leper colony. No, no. What's the matter? I'm doing it again. Why do you not believe me when I tell you Because it's, it's a fine line. You know, it's, a, it's a fine line. I'm like, okay, he might be. And the stupid of me goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I'll take that back. Okay, just saying. How many port, uh, presidents from Puerto Rico? Oh yeah, none. That's it. Yeah. I mean, ah, oh, here we go. Almost eight from Ohio, and one of them from the county I was born in. Oh, I have an answer for you. Bing, Lake that, County, uh, baby. That uh, Irish, James Garfield. The Irish culture is in Werther's Museum in Kavner, Ohio. That's it. Werther's. Werther's. W a r t h e r s. Werther's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not joking. This is one of the coolest darn places you will go if you are in that. I, I was going to do this uh, series on like goofy roadside attraction mm-hmm. type stuff. And I got there. I was like, all right, let's mock this stuff. Oh, this is really cool. This is a failure on my part. I clearly picked the wrong place. <laughs> Sarah the Roma saying, good job, Chris. Lie to your kid. Wait until he tries to punch something and breaks his hand. 
Well, he didn't drink enough Hulk juice. Hulk juice is awesome. That is the best, Chris. <laughs> and then he was like, I want to see. I'm like, no, no, no. It's a secret formula. Secret Can formula. I see it? Can I see the secret formula? I'm there. I want you to know from about the age of 30 for him till he dies, he will have constant, wait a minute. <laughs> that wasn't Hulk that juice. That bastard. Wait a moment. <laughs> that's uh, that's solid. Yeah, that museum. I uh, I also did a uh, so I was again doing these like goofy roadside attractions, like the third largest ball of twine, you know, Where's stuff that like one this. Um, that's actually in Florida. Oh, okay. it's in uh, it's near Daytona. Where are you from? Deltona. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, de- it's actually Deltona. Deltona. Yeah, that's, that's a liar. No, that one I know that was not true. There is one in Ashtabula County. It's a presidential museum. Hmm. That is one of the worst things I've ever seen. And by, <laughs> and by that, I mean one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> is the, the, uh, the car crash in the highway? Yes, exactly. And I, I can't remember the town. It's off, uh, I can look it up. I think it's off Route 8 that goes east to west. I think that was the, anyway. The guy on this little town square, small town, nothing going on there has uh, this presidential museum. There's stuff all over it, and you, you go in, and the collection is is of like, okay, I've got a picture of every president, like an 8 by 10 hanging up along the wall, and it's like the worst pictures, whatever. And then just like, here's a book that I found that speaks about Bill Clinton, and here's, you know, here's the word, Garfield. Here's Garfield the cat. You know, I mean, stuff like this. <laughs> And I go there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And, and it's it's all like trinkets too. Here's a spoon collection of well, it's not all the presidents because I can't afford all of them. Here's like four random presidents. <laughs> Here's something I got in a cereal box as a kid that has Lincoln's head on it. Here's <laughs> here's a uh, Warren G. Harding Pez dispenser. <laughs> Stuff like this. Anyway, so in the middle of it. He has this book displayed, and he's given us the tour, right? Okay. And it's the huge, thick, who's who in America book. Okay. All right? It's like a biography type book. I wasn't that familiar with it. I was like, huh. And as he's given the tour, I, I realize a bunch of the things in the tour keep coming back to him. Mm. Then it starts to become more about him. You know, it'd be like, Doc Thompson's Presidential Museum. Let me show you all the things about the presidents after I tell you more about me. About Doc Thompson. And it was like that, right? Kind of like this show. So the Who's Who book, I'm thinking, you know, he's going to go, okay, here's a whole biography of like Lincoln in it or something, right? But no, it's like modern. So it's like an encyclopedia of people with their biographies. (laughs) And he shows me, look at this. Look who's, look right here. Who's that? Look who's in this. It's me. It's me right here. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And, and he's like, see this? this, this is, I'm, I'm in the, the who's who book. Yeah. The who's that's who. Me. That's who's me. Who's who. I am one of the who's telling you who's who right here. It's me. And it's all bookmarked. And we have multiple copies. <laughs> and he's got handouts that you could take with you where it's like photocopied from it. And it's like, it's his resume. Owner of, <laughs> owner of the presidential like a uh, museum yeah. in whatever Ohio. And that's it. And it's, it has the address. Nothing. And I keep thinking, wow, there is nothing about him even. Yeah. 
Then I find out that like who's who book, you just pay to be in. Oh. But he's in the book, and I'm like, okay, so you got scammed out of 134 bucks. I mean, <laughs> so then his other big push was, and he was adamant about this, and he he kept telling us, and he had disputes with scholars. And he, he has a display on it and that. I mean, like Pez dispensers, whatever. And <laughs> handwritten things that he wrote. I mean, <laughs> he his, actually forged. Right. It was a, it's a big controversy. Because outside the museum, you see the real first president of the United States of America. The real. Right, right. So not George. No. He's edgy. I mean, adamant Whoa. and ticked. And he, he writes and emails scholars and... His story, I mean, adamant, and I'm like, okay, who? And he's like, there were other presidents. Not just one, multiple. Okay. And George was not the first. And I was like, aliens, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. (laughs) Grassy Knoll, Elvis, Bigfoot, right? No. John Hancock. He was our first president? (sighs) He was not the first president. Of the United States of America, because the (gasps) United States of America did not exist. (laughs) He was president of the Constitutional Congress. Oh, okay. Is that what? Did I say Hancock? Hancock's big beside Hanson. Yeah, Hanson. But it was, uh, Keith, Continental Congress though, right? Yeah. Right. Continental Congress. Uh, First president, John Hanson. John Hanson laid out everywhere. Puts the whole thing out there. It's not him. And I'm like, okay, first president, you could say Hanson isn't even because some guy was actually president of like the local chapter of whatever that you put together. Did they have a president of the boat that came over? I mean, it could be anything. There could be six of us together. It's like, hey, we're the president of Elm Street. We need a president of Elm Street. (laughs) What are you talking about? And he just keeps going back to it. And I'm like, there's no, no one is disputing. There were other presidents, continental, no one's saying that. But the first president of the United States of America. Oh, he just was fit to be tied. I think that was in the book of who's who too. Oh, he was ticked off. Oh, he has a dollar bill that he has made up with Hanson's face on it. (laughs) That's legit. I'm not kidding. That's legit. That's yeah, under the joke. Articles of Confederation. Yeah. yeah it's, <clears throat> anyways, he, it was his whole big thing. And I was like, no, there's no dispute. There's no issue here. Hilarious. So, of course, I kept... Uh, Triggering? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like this. I don't know. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have to tell me more. <laughs> what other proof do you have? And then I'd, I'd reach into my wallet and go... Here's George Washington on the money because I'd already seen the bill like in like some display cabinet, mm-hmm. and it's not expensive. He had it like photocopied up. Wow. It was like the worst, but it's in like under glass. And I was like, all I know is this: look at this, and a dollar bill with George on it. That's my proof. <laughs> That's my proof. Boom, come over here, display. Let cabinet. me show you this bill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, you got another tweet you want to share? It's uh, at Doc Top Show at Real Chris Cruz. No, I don't. That's it? You don't? No, I don't. I got nothing. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Hey, put on mic four. Forgot to talk to Lori D here. I forgot to mention it. Yeah, bring that over. Right. Scoot over. Lean, push, grab. Oh, my God. You want me to grab something this early yeah, in the morning? There you go. Okay. Lori D, how are you? I'm fine. Good morning. Lori D, in the house from? Seattle. 
What do you? That's where I flew from. I know you say like Seattle. I'm home. Like, I'm Seattle. in Texas. Let's focus on Texas. You're not a big Seattle fan there? No, not really. Not huge? No, we talked about that last time. Let's I know. When when you done? Um. Oh my gosh. It, maybe next year. Moving somewhere else. We're about three years away from retirement. Three from retirement. So you could end up somewhere else where you don't know yet. Yep. And then, because uh, your husband's in the service. Yes, he is. And then, uh, but uh, eventually it'll be Texas. That where you're... Or Florida. He wants to take flight lessons now, so maybe Florida. Okay. I don't know. Texas or Florida? Yeah, that's probably our long-term future as well. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so he wants to fall out of the sky for fun, apparently. So. And what does he do in the service? Uh, he is a logistician. So anything that moves between the West Coast and Pakistan, he has his hands in right now. He's the first core headquarters transportation officer. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. That's cool. So what are you in town for? Just hanging out? Uh I'm paying you money to entertain me in a few hours. I'm taking your tour. Wow, you got scammed. And then I you know, and then, and then tomorrow off. I'm getting even more ripped off. I'm paying Brad and Jeffy to take another tour. Oh my god! So I, this is just a total geek out weekend, having some fun. Now, uh, this is for, of course, Mercury One because they have the uh, the big museum and a lot of interesting stuff to see. Always a worthy charity, mm-hmm. but um, you can pay far less to if you cut out the middleman. Well, actually, I mean, for Brad and Jeffy, <laughs> you could probably just head over to the bar right over here at some oh, yeah. times and they're going to be hanging out anyway. So well, just... I do have some downtime, so maybe okay, we'll, we'll work that in. We'll work that in. <laughs> now, of course, you're familiar with them. So uh, they're both very handsy. You know that. Yes. OK. You, you know, those. I have had we... dinner with them. So I okay, did... that's true. Yes. That's good. So mm-hmm. that's good to do. Good, good to know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, all the precautions. They've given you all that stuff or whatever. All right, I, good, do. I brought good Lysol wipes and everything. I'm, I'm set now. I have heard tell, and I cannot confirm this yet, but I have heard tell that Jeffy is uh, pulling a little trickery on his tour. Yes, he is. Nice. He has employed his wife to make treats for the tour. Yep. That is cheating. And that's why he won. And I I didn't realize it's a possibility because it was all a competition to see who we could, who could get more people on the tour. I did bring you donuts. You could offer the donuts on your tour. No, that's nice. I'm just saying it's it's a little shady that he's doing. Oh, it's Jeffy. I know. I know. I should be used to it, but I don't know. It's Jeffy. Anyways, well, thanks for uh, being here and hanging out with us. Well, um, thanks for letting me sit in, on sure the couch. I'm sure you're going to be this disappointed, awesome. but you know, thanks for helping out Mercury One. MercuryOne.org. You want to help out. There's tours all weekend, uh, various people, different price points. MercuryONE.org. Uh, also got to take a moment and remind you about Patriot Mobile. Please take time this weekend to sign up for Patriot Mobile. Mm-hmm. Probably heard us talk about it and considered it. Um, we've probably, you know, by telling you everything that they are and do convinced you but it's one of those you got to actually take the time to go and do it take the time go to patriotmobile.com slash doc sign up for an account it's pretty quick and painless maybe 10 minutes or so on the phone they'll tell you the different uh, packages they have they have a data packages unlimited start at just 20 bucks a month they have uh, an iphone 6s uh, 6s for just six dollars a month a j7 whatever that is uh for six dollars a month as well but you got to take the time to do it. So you can call 800-A-PATRIOT and talk to the people if you like. You can do it on the phone or uh, online. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash doc. Patriotmobile.com slash doc. Sign up today. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network.
Mornings with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that being involved in an amateur violent testicle removal in any way will likely affect your dating opportunities. Yes, yes, it will. We learned pro-criminal tip number 2981, don't flee on foot when you have a car. Or, we learned pro-criminal tip number 2982, don't flee on foot when you have a bike. Or 2983, don't jump in the water while handcuffed if you need your hands free to swim. <laughs> we learned when taken out of context, my conversation about shiving co-workers may sound bad. May. Just may sound may bad. When may when taken out of context. Yes. We learned most police stations will, in fact, test your illegal drugs for purity. Serve and protect, baby. Serve, Serve and, protect. and protect. If you're if you're concerned that you're not getting the proper illegal drugs that you're paying for, please call they, the police. Police, they will test yes. them. Chris yes. Cruz, what if anything did you learn today? Well, we learned from Nancy Pelosi that uh oh, sorry, we learned from Nancy Pelosi that in order to make America a better America, let's stop calling them illegal. Excellent. Good job. <laughs> also, prioritize my Nancy sounds like George Bush as she talks about MWDs. Oh, she does. She sounds a little like him and a little like Aunt Clara. She's gone and full finally, I learned the perfect recipe from Sihana of a dirty Cosby. A dirty Cosby. Dirty Cosby. Lori D, who's in the house today. What if anything did you learn today? Well, I'm gonna quote Vika because you guys did. You have been very belt deficient today, and okay. Vika says. Lori D offers to grab something and no one rings a bell. I know, I know. I really was going to let that one slide. And I also Which, learned the that well, there are stains on this couch. There, there are, are stains, stains on, on this couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have anything to the listeners learn today? You got Jacko Eric saying, Doc Thompson on a golf cart driving people around. Why do you have a feeling that that will turn into some sort of uh, Facebook Live? Um, it probably will. And by the way, when, when you go ahead and you rent the golf carts. Okay. And I'm there for your wedding. Okay. I'm out there chauffeuring people back and forth. Um, I'm only going to charge a reasonable fee. Oh, I don't really A care. reasonable fee. I really do not care. I mean, it'll be a tip jar, too. <laughs> That's it'll fine. Tip That's jar. fine. Hey, I hop in, I'll do... Well, you know, it's a $3 charge to get you out to the lake, That's right? That's fine. Okay, good That's deal. Fine. DMXDM saying, so you're saying Mexico isn't going to pay for the big, beautiful wall? Uh, not the $25 billion that uh, Paul Ryan and congressional leadership is putting forward. No. That part you're paying for. That's Constitutional right. drunk saying, if the cop who arrests me looks like this, I'm killing myself. It's a picture of me with the uh, the nurse's nurse outfit. outfit. <laughs> made it in today, too. Yeah, he yeah. made it in today somehow. I wonder if we go back and look how many days in a row it's made it. That'd be legit. Uh, Slug saying, thanks, Doc. I ordered the iTarget Pro for my stepdad. My mom uses it more, but it makes a great early Father's Day. Skin. Nice day. And happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Ladies, yes. remember, fathers it's and future father. fathers, you should be taking Making care sandwiches. of today. Lots of sandwich making. All right, I can get those new numbers from across the nation. We'll do those Monday. What else do we have coming up We're Monday? We're talking about March for our rights. Good deal. What does uh, Glenn have coming up on his broadcast? Bill O'Reilly, second hour. Bill O'Reilly, what is Glenn wearing today? Gucci rumpers. Oh, I thought he was in Mary Todd Lincoln's dress. No, no, no. That was yeah, yesterday. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Remember the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six for Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. You go home. So Lori D says it and you don't say it. She said it. I know. She did. You don't. Yeah. What do you mean? You're not saying it. I say it's it part every of the day. stick. You said it every day. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network.